Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. We have a one-shot tonight. It's one that we have run before, way back in the beginning. It's called What Goes Around. It was written by Marcus D. Bone, and I will be the Game Master. This will be the fourth version that we've done. Before we begin, though, I would like to mention that we have a new patron, Hunter Tabiner, uh, has pledged $3 a month to our club. Thank you very much, Hunter. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> Arkham is a haunted city with many strange events taking place, especially in the 1920s. It's no wonder then that there is a group of investigators who have formed a club to either confirm or deny the existence of the supernatural. Even among club members, those who truly know things are few and, and uh, part of what they would call the inner circle. They keep the secrets from those of us on the outside so that we can all sleep soundly in our beds, ignorant of the dangers that lurk in the dark. It's May, 1924, still a little chilly, so people have coats and boots to stave off the early morning cold. It's been an all-nighter for some of the members. They have been compiling data on fakes and frauds around New England and want to be ready before their monthly meeting in a few days. They finally choose to call it a night, or morning rather, at 5.30 a.m. on a Saturday. As they leave uh, Corbin Hall in downtown Arkham, the sky above the trees is turning purple-red towards the east, even though the sun is still well below the horizon. And as they uh, cross the parking lot, they begin to say their goodbyes to one another. Um, actually, I should mention, Arkham's a fairly small town, so some of you probably just walk home. Yeah. Oh, well, that was a, a late one, uh, folks. I'm going to have to hit the hay. I got to work on my sermon for tomorrow. Feeling that in my back, which I need to rest. Uh, I, think me and, I think me and Ronnie are heading out in, to the woods tomorrow. That's right. That's right. I'll make sure I get my gear ready for you, Rudy. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. I think I've earned some rest after going to that list of quacks. I'm just going to sleep all day tomorrow, most likely. Mm. As long as you're up in time for church there, Luca. <laughs> I keep hoping to see you there. <laughs> One of these days, Reginald. <laughs> Before you can get to the pavement on the edge of the street, there is suddenly a boom. And directly across the street, well, not directly across the street, but a slightly kitty corner, one of the buildings explodes. Um, uh, bricks come flying uh, in your direction, broken glass in the street, a huge ball of fire erupts from the front of it. Um, glass is shattered uh, in the adjacent buildings and flames start to to rise up, uh, you are uh, sure, because, I mean, you've lived here your whole life, that it is Haywright's jewelry store that has exploded. Um, 
up and down the street are other shops, and some of them have residents living above them. Um, lights start to come on everywhere. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, you can all do dex rolls to see if it actually knocked you down. The concussion okay. blast from it. Oh, oh yeah. It, it, cool. <laughs> yep, 92. <laughs> 26. I'm on my feet. All right. So if you if you failed, you're gonna take one point of damage because you probably got hit with some broken glass or or something. I, I, I'm just your, gonna your ears are ringing too. Yeah. Ah. What the yeah. hell was that? I'm running towards the building, see if I can pull anybody out. Like, yeah. if this is going to catch fire and go up more. Uh, we'll try to at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronald, you run towards the building. There's going- flaming debris in the streets. Um, the whole inside of the building is engulfed in flames, and it's uh, going up through the roof and uh, you're pretty sure the whole building's going to go. There's concern because the buildings next to it, these buildings don't have any gaps between them, so it could start other things. Uh, you don't expect the firemen to get here for at least another 10 minutes or so. It's going to, you know, they don't even know about it probably at the moment unless somebody's telephoned. Um, yeah. Is there a you don't, you don't see anybody okay. inside. I'm sorry, what was that lesson? Is, or is there a... Home above the shop or not? There is not. Not oh, in this case. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where's the nearest hydrant? We need to start a form a, a, some sort of bucket brigade here. Yeah. Um, there is a hydrant down the street, but it's a it's a uh, you you don't have any way of opening it. Ah, okay. Uh, I'll take that special rent. Uh, as I get up, I yell at Ronald because he's getting closer. I was like, pull the fire alarm in the uh, adjacent buildings. Get the get those yeah. people up on it on it. I think they're awake. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting up to my feet and dusting off and taking off running, you know, same direction as Ronald is. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't get too close. It could be a gas leak or something. You, uh, you definitely get the alarm. You can hear the alarm ringing now. So um, maybe way off in the distance, you hear the fire brigade on its, on its way. I would like you all to do spot hiddens for me. Okay. Ooh, that's a strong suit. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Uh, that is a, exactly an extreme for me. I got I got an extreme I'm gonna, also. I'm going to make two. I, mix, I actually hit an extreme too, or four. Wow. Hmm. What did just, you do, uh, Stuart? Oh, ju- just as I said, that's my strong suit. <laughs> I rolled a 92. Okay. Yeah. Which and uh, Madeline? Uh, I'm spending two points. Okay, I don't want you to spend any points. Okay. okay. Uh, so you failed? Yeah. Okay. One second. Um, all right. So, uh, Ronald, it's probably because you've, you've run into the building to, uh, to pull the, the thing. And, Madeline, uh, you're looking around, noticing people now coming out of their houses or out of their buildings, um, dressed mostly in, you know, night clothes and things like that. Um, Reginald, Luca, and Rudolph, as you are scrambling around and looking, um, you all catch a glimpse of something 
inside the building, inside the burning building. You, you see the flames, you know, you, it's horrible, the smoke and the, the, the billowing blackness that's rising up out of the building. But as you look, something in the middle of the shop seems to sort of rise up in front of the flames like, at first you think it's like a big dog. Um, and then you realize that it's much bigger than that. Um, it starts to circle around and it moves forward towards the broken window that flames are now licking out of. And this thing climbs out of the window onto the pavement in front of the shop where there's you know, broken glass and flaming pieces of wood. It's unlike anything you've ever seen before. It looks like it's made of something very black, like a uh, like coal and it's shaped it's hard to describe the shape it's shaped like a bear or a wolf or some sort of horrifying monster and it seems to flicker all over with a kind of purple radiance like um like saint elmo's fire and uh its eyes blaze uh, with a blue sort of flame. Mm. Oh, the hell's wrong with that freaking dog? Okay, yeah, I thought maybe I just got too close to the fire, but you see that thing too? It it's sta- it, its shoulder is probably six feet high. Oh, wow. It's huge. Oh, shit. Ronnie, get back. Yeah. And as it as it climbs out and stands there for a moment, you see it sort of raise its head up and it looks like it's sniffing the air. And then it starts to slowly walk down the street uh, towards your left. Um, towards the west is the direction that it's Is going. that the side that I ran to, the adjacent building, to get the alarm going? Sure. About oh, that God. time, Ronald, you... Hmm. You have done that, and you step out of the building. Uh, you all see Ronald step out of the building, but Ronald doesn't seem to see anything. He oh. has no reaction as this thing walks literally right in front of him and past him down the street. Uh, Madeline also doesn't seem to have any kind of reaction. Uh, and the people on the street that are now starting to gather, they don't seem to see anything. You all can do sanity rolls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I double O seven. Got a, a pass. Twenty three. I'm probably like, fixing to yell at, at Ronnie whenever it just right through him. Um, if you if you pass, do a one D. Well, I'll just take one point. If you fail, do a, you know, 1d2. 1d2. Okay. Yeah. Two. Ah. 
no, no. So what do you do as you're seeing this? It it looks as real as anything, except that it's so bizarre looking. What are you guys seeing? I don't see anything. That's, uh, bizarre. The, the, the freaking dog or something. This big bear-like, I, I guess, dog is is more accurate. Just came out of the fire, out of the window, and it it just walked straight straight through Ronnie. You you didn't see it? No, no. For, forget what? about the dogs. Let's find at least some garden hoses. Ronnie, do you have any of that Carillion film? Oh, not not on me. Okay. Just uh, I. We need to get some. Uh, uh, is there a garden hose? I'm searching around for a front lawn hose that I can start spraying. There, there's no lawns in the middle of town. Um, uh, but about now, the the firemen are starting to show up. And, uh, a lot of our jurisdiction, Ronnie. Uh, let's just clear, let's just clear out of the way, make room for you know for right. for the fire. The thing is still like right there. Yeah. It's like, not wow. moving in a hurry. It's not moving. Right. Okay. It's I. Uh, I close my eyes and say a quick prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Jesus protect us uh, from the the demon demons that dwell in our world, and then I open my eyes, you know, with the hope that it's gone, it's still there. And I'm basically standing right next to this thing that I'm it, unaware of. Well, it's walked right past you. Yeah, it it moves. It moves like a cat, kind of. Mm-hmm. With a sort of sensual walk, like a like a predator, and it occasionally it sniffs up at the air, and the the blue flames from its eye sockets seem to lick at its forehead. Yeah, I'm and just making notes in my little notepad. It's walking away from you down the street. I'm going to uh, somewhat follow to see where yeah. it's going. If it turn north or south at a block. Well, I can't see, but I'll follow you folks. Uh, Ronnie, come get out here. Get out here. Come with me, Madeline. <laughs> as far as Ronald and uh, Madeline are concerned, you guys are just making this shit up. I mean, it's you don't see anything at all. Uh, no I, I'll, do, anything I'll do a psychology roll on them. Oh, I don't have one. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and I just... <laughs> totally trust rudy if he's on a story i'm believing it but not really but you know i'll just go along with what he says yeah obviously good pictures obviously something tragic and horrible has just happened yeah there'd be no reason for them to just suddenly make some story up. yeah ronnie we we've we've done a lot of this together uh you just got to go with me on this one uh this thing walked right through you it it's still going you're just gonna have to go with me on it. That that's creepy as hell. I, I I I've seen a lot of stuff with you, so I'm I'm. You've you've got capital with me. Where are you? Where is your guy's office? North paper or whatever. It's down here, town downtown here somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we would, they wouldn't have to be going by it if we followed the thing, would they or not? Do a luck ball. Forty-five. Let's see. Oh well, that's right. There's no no critical. Yes, but yes, I passed it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's run in kind of run in ahead a little bit and uh, uh, grab that grab out your uh, 
infrared film, uh, Perlian film, whatever you got that you think might get a picture of this thing if we can't see it. Oh, it's right here in the boot of my car. It's just at the end of the block. Oh, okay. All right. Let's see if I can. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just, yeah. I'll dash over to the car and, and get my camera. You wouldn't probably have any infrared or nope. uh, specialized film on you. That stuff's usually, you know, need special conditions. Oh, uh, the infrared would need, would need uh, refrigerated. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure about curling film. I'm, I'm not would. even sure why they would have such a thing. Yeah, I just scientists really might have such a thing, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, he, they're invest where we investigate to be like the paranormal things, but it seems like that would be a tool if anybody that had a camera. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Sorry, regular. All right, regular so Reggie, film. you're you're following it. How close are you to it? Uh, I'm trying to say about a block back. Okay, so you're about fifty feet back. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, Rudy and Luca, what are you guys doing? Are you? I following? think. Yeah, after a minute, I'd, I'd pick up follow after Reggie. Okay. I hesitate. Ah, shit, and I follow him. So as you are following this thing, um, it it gives you the strong impression like it's looking for something or trying to locate something by smelling the air. And as it crosses uh, one of the streets, across the street is uh, one of the old cemeteries. Mm -hmm. um, there's lots of those in New England. Um, it walks, it, it turns at the corner and walks into the cemetery, uh, sort of leaping over the corner wall. And as you watch it, it starts to take a few steps into the cemetery and the sun just starts to peek over the horizon mm -hmm. and the first beams of light start shining out and you realize that the thing is becoming translucent. And as the, the light starts to build, it seems to be fading. You see, see that, see that Luca? It, it, stops in its tracks for a moment and then it turns its head and it looks back right at you Oof. as it fades away oh, it, I got the camera I got it, the camera <laughs> it just it just it just disappeared it just just disappeared with the sun uh, it just disappeared it's gone. Did Maybe maybe it left footprints in in the dirt. It's this is the cemetery. That's where where was it standing? Oh yeah, right just there on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. We see any tracks of any kind? You you don't. You actually would have to go down to where the iron gate is and go through there, unless you want to try to climb over the the, oh, the no. fence, no. Yeah. iron fence. Oh, um, no. But when you get inside, there's no evidence of any kind of footprint or anything like that um you're not exactly sure where it faded out but you look at the graves uh in the area and they're you know old old family graves yeah hmm. nothing in particular that stands out meanwhile you can still hear the fire engines you can hear the you can see the smoke rising up from downtown which is just five minutes behind you 
Rudy, Rudy, Ronnie, I guess let's go back and you get to yourself your story here. You've been exclusive. Yeah, this is this is quite a. Yeah, this is yeah, we'll terrible tragedy. We'll get take, back there, get a couple quotes and some pictures, and yeah. So, God, I hope everyone's okay. Hope no one is hurt. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm glad I didn't set out a couple minutes earlier. I would have been. That's my way home, walking. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Gotta figure the place is probably closed, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, six in the morning. Yeah. Even the shopkeeper at a jewelry store wouldn't be there that early. No. I I was. I said uh, it's a good thing he doesn't doesn't have one of those places where they they live over their shop. But I guess he has too much money for that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Certainly hope he does. Well, I mean, uh, uh, do you think that that dog could have caused the explosion? I mean, it kind of looked like he had like a l- electricity or s- something around him. I mean, I mean, it came right out from the middle of it. But, I mean, but you're saying love- it was like six feet tall or something? Yeah. Well, you know, it's, like, it, it's, uh, like a it's a shoulder. I'm going to roll on my fairly pathetic uh, cult roll and see what I get. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah, like bigger than a mastiff. Yeah, like a bear. Yeah, it's a good good summary. Like a I hate to admit it, but that looked like a hound of hell. If there ever was such a thing. Oh, there there is such a thing. I just never thought I'd see see one. Actually, that's that's reserved for uh, you know. How was it acting? How was it acting? I mean, it it really had no interest in anything. It kept sniffing the air. Uh, I mean, when it when when it got before it disappeared, it turned around and looked looked our way. But other than that, it just I mean, it, it, almost as if it was sniffing something out. It was tracking something. Yeah, I'm gonna say, God help if it's it catches whatever it's tracking. It's real creepy, like. Yeah, but... it came out of the middle of the fire, though. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, how that could be. Um, Did any of y'all, any of us, anyone here know that Jula? Actually, the truth would be that most of you, if you've ever bought any expensive jewelry, you you probably bought it from Haywrights. Yeah. I got got my wife's uh, wedding, wedding ring from there and. Did you ever see the jeweler in uh, church, uh, Reggie? Oh yeah, yeah. He, he he was a he was good. He he is. He, I talk, shouldn't be talking to him in past sense. He's a, he's to, to give you a little background. You know that old man Haywright ran the place for years. Um, he had a daughter. The daughter married uh, a fellow named uh, Burton's. His last name. And um, uh, old man Haywright passed away a while back, and uh, the two of them have been running the place. Um, sometimes you've seen them, sometimes you haven't, because, of course, they've got a couple of employees. Yeah. Well, yeah. Old man Haywright, yeah, he was a, he was a good, good man of God. Yeah, I, I saw him. Oh. Hmm. Well, I think this might be worth our time to investigate. 
Yeah, I think so. What's the what's the husband's name? Uh, wait, where's my? Oh, I put my keyboard on top of it. John, yeah. John Burton. John Burton and uh, Valerie Haywright. John and Valerie. An old man Haywright was Avery. Avery Haywright. Yeah. And although he probably did go to church, but he was the kind of churchgoer that was rather staunch. Um, it's kind of a hard man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he was in charge. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I doubt we would be able to look at that Jewish said that the fire department's there now. I'm beside them. I've been up all night. I'm getting bushed. Uh, I'd suggest uh, Rudy, that's your that's your cue. Maybe talk to them, see if they think they know what might have started it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my rounds, you know, just ask a couple of those uh, bystanders if they if they saw anything or heard anything just before, and you know, if I see a firefighter who's not engaged in doing right. anything, ask if they know anything about a source, anything like that. You know, Rudy Silverstone with the advertiser. Um, I got your six, Rudy. By the time you get back, yeah, there's there's a lot of commotion going on. There's a lot of people standing around. Um, you get asked, of course, did you see anything? I mean, if you were across the street, then, mm-hmm. you know, um, they are beginning to think that it was gas fire, that uh, that somehow the, there was a gas leak and the place blew up. Um, okay. It's it's engulfed. I mean, it's it's going pretty fast, but probably by, you know, in a couple of hours uh They've managed to put down most of the fire and it's just smoldering garbage. And they managed to uh, keep it from seriously damaging the, the buildings on either side of it, which is good. Is it the original building? It's just like gone? Yeah, I mean, it's mostly framework at this point. There's still brick that, of course, brick doesn't burn, but uh, everything that's wood in it was burnt. There's smashed cases and there, uh, of course, there's probably some insurance going to be involved. So, and there is jewelry in the shop, so they need to keep people, you know, secure. They've got police there as well by this time, and people are, you know, expressing their, you know, horror at. Uh, hopefully, nobody was killed, but you don't really know yet. You know, it's not like they can. The examiner can't get in there yet to look around. Yeah. All right, fellas, what I say, maybe we get a little bit of shut-eye, and then once things have calmed down a bit, uh, we can get back at the office, maybe take this on as our next case. Uh, might finally be on to something here. Once the commotion's died down a little bit, maybe we can go and talk to the, uh, to the, to the owners. Right. I can, I can recommend a builder to, to, to rebuild it and uh, offer my services if they want to make any changes to the place. There's a there's a there's an end, yeah. Yeah, we get in. So yeah, I agree with you, Luca. Like I said, uh, I mean I don't think anyone's hurt, seriously hurt that I can see and if anyone was and you know. All right. Mm. So let's 
just just to to cut out all of the uh, some of the time, we'll we'll assume that they should go back uh, to go to go to sleep. Um, you expect there'll be something in the newspaper in the morning uh, concerning the blast. Uh, but do any of you want to get up early and go back and see what you can see? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'd want to get like an aftermath photo or two for the story. Yeah, I got to see if I can see any, any trace at all of whatever that was that came out of it. Okay. So we'll say that by nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, you've gotten back. The others will come along later. Yeah. Once you. Yes. All right. So as you are approaching, of course, there's still some smoldering, but uh, mostly everything is wet now. Uh, and um, the fire chief is there, and uh, medical examiner, and a, you know, a couple other people like that that are you know, a couple of deputies, whatever that are uh, in the building sort of looking around. Uh, they see you coming up. Um, what's your business? Ah, Rudy, Ruby Silver, Rudy Silverstone with the, uh, with the advertiser. Oh, okay. uh, I know. I know who you are. Yeah. yeah. From the advertiser. Um, yeah. Are you going to get some pictures? All right, fine. Just don't, you know, take anything. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Right. Uh, do you know any anything else? I mean, we were here this. I mean, we actually, we just stepped out of out of our office down there earlier when it and it happened as soon as we stepped out. And oh, so you saw, you saw, yeah, the fire. blew me, blew me down on, on my butt, uh, knocked me straight down. Well, unfortunately, it would seem we've got one body, uh, uh. and he sort of indicates over into a corner of the building where there's a you know sheet draped. Um, apparently, uh, uh, Mrs. Burton, uh, came down to the shop early to, uh, open it up and, uh, there must've been a gas leak and, uh, it exploded. Uh, her husband was unaware. We went to his house about seven and, uh, had to break the news to him. He was still in bed. Uh, he was quite upset. Understandably. I mean, so just looks like a gas leak. Nothing else. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. It uh, pretty much blew the place up. The place must have been filled with gas. I'm a wonder, it's a wonder she didn't smell it. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I think, I, I mean, we don't want to disturb it, but uh, how close can we get for, for, you know, Ronnie here to get a good, like picture you can look around just you know nothing you're not you don't you're not a doctor or anything no so no. um she's pretty damaged was she was she in, in the jewelry store uh or was yes. there like an air okay she'd come in through the back okay at least that's what we think and yeah. uh and that's all it took was, you know, a spark. I mean, yeah, uh, big as big as that explosion that we saw was. I mean, it, yeah, shame. It's a shame. Ronald, you noticed something, uh, or do, do a spot hidden? Sorry, not going to 
be cocky this time. Ah, there we go. Hard. Pass. Okay. Um, in the back of the shop, uh, there is a large, maybe six foot high safe. Fairly, fairly wide uh, that's back there. You're guessing probably to store their most expensive jewelry. Uh, it seems, how, though, to have come through the fire completely intact. That's good. Well, I'll, I'll take a picture of that. And just okay. uh, Rudy, uh, yeah, it looks, looks like at least maybe some of their finer pieces are safe in that safe back there. Wow, that's a pretty impressive safe to survive that big blast. I mean, I know they're, they're designed to, but that's... It, uh, huh. it, uh, it, yeah, it definitely did, although it was uh, slightly open when we got here, once, once the place had cooled down. Uh, oh, really? Is yeah. there anything in it? Was it cleared out well we just we closed the door we want to figure you know when uh gets here if you'll excuse me i have to uh, go over here oh yes thank you thank you thank you for your uh for your time thank you so you're not alone in the shop but you're not really being watched Uh, so i'm gonna uh ronnie i'll i'll kind of go this way if you want to get a peek in that safe uh if it comes up i'll start asking them questions yeah i'll just take a little peek if i can get any light in there take a take a picture but uh i mean i we probably wouldn't want to publish that but yeah i'll take a take a little quick peek yeah i'm gonna be ready to head off anybody who comes in all right so let's say that rudolph goes over to where the body is um Mm -hmm. and there's a there's a uh uh an assistant, a deputy standing over there, um, looks a little sheepish, you know, like uh, it's a little green under the gills at this point. Um, he says she, she's she's burned up pretty bad. Uh, well, that's terrible, terrible. Hopefully, hopefully she, I don't know. Hopefully it was quick for her. Uh, that's a terrible way to go. Uh, hope it was quick. I think it would be quick. Yeah, yeah. Reginald, I mean, Ronald, as you're um, you're looking at it, you, you, the door is slightly cracked open. You, you sort, sort of, of can, sneak, uh, be stealthy. You, uh, you notice, of course, that it's still a little warm. Uh, it's not hot, but it has been baking. Um, the inside, however, seems to have been pretty well insulated from the fire. And you can see there are a number of, of like uh, flat uh, drawers with rings and necklaces and stuff like you'd expect to see in there. But there's yeah. also a file folder on the top, kind of wedged in sideways. Huh. Interesting. Well, this might be good for a, for a scoop, maybe. Just take uh, take it out into the sort of grab you're break, it. You're breaking up take just a, a little bit. It up, take a picture of it, and I'll slide it back. Oh, sorry. Um, when you when you pull it out, you can see that there are a number of Is documents any better? inside. Yeah, can you 
you're frozen for a second there. Um, so when you pull it out, all right. Uh, when you pull it out, you can see that there are a number of documents inside of it. Um, if you took photographs of them, you would set the flash off. Um, everyone would know what you were doing, but it's it's you know small enough where you can just slip it into your jacket. Okay, yeah, yeah. For now, I'll just return it later on. Maybe Rudy might might uh, be able to use this, and if not, you know, just uh, just keep it back in there. I'm not no thief. Just want to get a good story. Sure. Yeah, you're not stealing any of the jewelry or anything like that. Oh, no. And I'm not even stealing this paper. I'm just borrowing it just for a short time and putting it right back. That's all. All right. Um, so unless you want to covertly take a look at the body, and uh, you're pretty sure how horrible it's going to look because it smells like cooked bacon. Um uh, uh, probably, probably not. Okay. Um, you guys spend another short amount of time taking some pictures of the, the building. Uh, and, uh, and then you, uh, now your normal meeting place is once again, it's Corbin Hall, Corbin Library across the street. Um, so if you go there and wait for the others, they'll show up shortly. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think unless you got somewhere to be running, uh, let's let's go down to to the hall here and wait for everyone and yeah. see if you, know, if you got anything out of that safe. We'll take a look at it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I wanted you just to show you this. Uh, well, yeah, when we let school get inside, and I'll show it to you go through it i want to put it back though you know i oh yeah just have a couple hours with it and that's all yeah we'll get down here and start a pot of coffee and see what we got yeah maybe two pots you can also yeah once you've got it you know in private then you can certainly take pictures of whatever's inside yeah i'll do that all right so about this time the others show up and you tell them what you saw, what what the story seems to be. Um, so you start, you, you look at the documents, and they are rather odd. It seems like it's very old, an old piece of paper. I make a, I speak uh, Latin, but I don't think that's Latin. Do I recognize the letters, like uh, what part of the world that could have come from? Well, do... Um, do a knowledge roll. Okay. I'll do knowledge rolls if you want. Oh, eight, no, 91 out of 85. No. <laughs> oh, those are strange letters. <laughs> I mean, they definitely, there's some definite Latin letters in there, M and O and A, but there's some other weird ones. Uh, does anybody else want to do an intelligence roll? Yeah, can I give that a shot? Sure. Everybody, crowd around, crowd around. Let's take a look here. No for me. Um, I had a 42 against my intelligence of 70. Oh, okay. Um, you're pretty sure Six. that, I mean, at first you thought maybe Greek, but 
when you look at it more, you think maybe Russian. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Cyrillic text. Yeah, that's Cyrillic, yeah. That funny little spidery letter. In the they, got, they got the backwards letters. Hmm. Wouldn't think the Burtons would be communists bringing the Russians around here. Hey, hey. Not use the C word. Um, <laughs> you, find, you find another small piece somewhat like it. Uh, this time in more what looks like more modern uh, type. Hmm. Yeah. And then the final odd piece that you find. Uh, the Dormantry Travel Bureau. Dear Mr. Burton, please find and close your travel itinerary. Be aware that your liner leaves pending last tide on the noted date. Unfortunately, we are unable to yet confirm the name of the liner on which you'll, you will completed your return voyage, although we will advise you on this on your arrival in Vladivostok. We wish your journey to be pleasant and safe one, and do, do hope you find Russia an exciting and wondrous country. Here's sincerely, Peter Dormantry, travel manager. Hmm. And that's dated about three months ago. Hmm. And uh, have any of us seen John around the town in that time? Well, they said they just spoke to him this morning uh, after... You know, they All actually right. broke. I mean, they you know they broke yeah. the news to him about about Valerie. Oh, um, Valerie! Could, could he have like been there and came and come back? Just I mean, last night or the previous pretty, day or something like that? Maybe. Maybe I mean, Vladivostok. I mean, that's sailing. He would have had to have went through the Panama Canal, and that's true. I mean, that's a long sail, or take a train to California and catch a liner out there. I mean, wow, that's a once again, that trip would have been about three months ago. Yeah, yeah. so not recent. Hmm. There'd be time for him to, to go there and get back if he didn't dog around there, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, he could have done it, but yeah, that's how I understand it. It's kind of an interesting time for Americans to be going over there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, political situation. I wonder if he brought something back. Mm. I mean, we can go ask the guy if he's in town. Oh, yeah, I said, (laughs) Uh, Mr. Burton. uh, Oh, sorry about sorry about your wife, but uh, did you travel to Vladivostok and uh, pick up something that you shouldn't have that bring it back to uh, Arkham that might have caused your death? Well, uh, maybe a little yeah, more tactfully. Yeah, yeah I, I gotta agree with Madeline. Yeah, it's probably a a bad time, but you know, I mean, we got a major university here. I mean, surely there's a Russian speaker, Russian professor there. Yeah. I mean, I'm just curious. This one is obviously much newer than this this other one. I mean, you know, why would he bring home such an old? Uh, maybe maybe he's getting one of those eggs. I heard they got got fabulous gold eggs out the, out there. Those, yeah, yeah, the czars used to get. Well, if I got all the pictures. Uh, I'm gonna. I want to get these papers back as soon as possible. I really don't feel comfortable holding on to them too long. 
Yeah. So I'm gonna, I've got gloves, no fingerprints. I'm gonna bring these back. All right. We'll say and that you, you managed to do that without any trouble. We're in a library, right? Uh, so I. Uh, it's a public library. Okay. This is not, a oh, univer- not the university it's, it's library. It's not anyway. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look uh, the, the dog, whatever thing it was. Yeah, I was going to look up like Russian folklore, kind okay. of like, uh, I know they've got that witch that they believe in, but maybe um, she had I a familiar. Want, so. I believe, yeah. If, if any of you are good sketchers, Luca or Rudy or Reggie, yeah. Uh, Maybe sketch what you saw. Well, or describe it to me. It's like, it's not going to be great because I'm much better at drawing the four plans, but I do have some skill in the area. That's a good point, yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't draw, but I mean, it was just a, I mean, like, like, like we said, it's just kind of a big dog-like bear okay. creature. Uh, eyes kind of glowed blue, uh, but kind of moved more, moved more kind of like a cat moves, uh, okay. I suppose, you know. Okay. When you say what, what part of it was dog like? Right. I mean, the, the general build of it. It's just, I mean, build. But, yeah. Uh, what about the bear? Was it because it was, uh, I'm yeah. putting words in your mouth, but it's just because it was so large or was there bear, bear like features? I think just because it was so large, more more bear size. Okay. You you also uh, got the impression it was covered in black fur. Black fur. But it okay. was like it was like on fire, but like with um mm. purple, you know, like cinnamon flare. Okay. Yeah. Uh if you were gonna say like a dog, what sort of dog would it look like? Maybe sort of hopefully not a pug. I, I ain't ever seen any kind of dog anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, perhaps wolf-like. Yeah, yeah. Wolf-like, okay. All right, I'll proceed to try to draw a wolf-like, but um, kind of overemphasize some of the uh, the musculature in it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you could uh, just find a picture of Cerebus and uh, remove just... That'd be remove pretty three, close. The other so, two heads, okay. Yeah, remove uh, two of the heads, obviously. But yeah, I mean, add, and add uh, purple fire, right? Okay, I mean, pur- I mean purple foam sort of thing. Yeah. All right, so I'll draw that. But I'll draw that. Let's see how bad. Let's see how bad it turns out. Not exactly a chihuahua. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's right. see. She's got thirty. It's forty-eight. I'm not sure she wants to spend and and the thing to make it look like a good drawing, but. Uh, here's a well, thing. we'll go it later. Yeah, there's no point. Yeah, I was gonna go uh dig through some of the books. Yeah, I was, like I said, looking up Russian folklore, kind of like uh, yeah, Russian folklore in the Corbin in the Corbin library. You're not gonna find too much, you probably yeah. find the story of Vasiliska and Baba Yaga and stuff like that, but. Other yeah. than that, there's not going to be much there. I'll, I'll try mm. European folklore, specifically looking for references to black dogs. Mm. There's Grimm's. There's, I mean, what you'd expect to see in a public library. Yeah. No, nothing really deep mm-hmm. or, or yeah. detailed. Is that okay? Well, it looks like it's uh, 
Miss Katonic, then. Yeah, I might need to take a trip over to the university library. Uh, we can also get those documents uh, translated, too. Yeah. Yeah. Two and one. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, you all going to go? Yeah, nothing else going at the I'll, Corbin. I'll go back to uh, my apartment and meet them later. I want to develop the pictures real nicely, get a couple copies, and bring one set to uh, everybody in okay. uh, Miskatonic. All right. Oh, yeah, so you'll you'll have a rendezvous point that's somewhere, yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I'll meet you guys in like three hours, four hours. Okay, so we'll do some investigation and then uh, make an appointment with one of the... Uh, Russian uh, pressures that speak Russian, that uh, teach Russian. Like a plant. All right. So you head on over to Miskatonic. It's not far at all. Um, a few uh, few blocks over. Um, Miskatonic, like most universities, is kind of always a bustle with uh, people walking about. Um, of course, the library is famous uh, mm-hmm. for having all sorts of occult stuff in it. Um, you're going to go there first. Or you're going to go find a Russian professor. Well, we need to have he's, he. He took the the documents back, so we need to wait for him to bring the developed documents. Oh, that's that's correct. So, uh, regular library then. The well, the regular Miskatonic library yeah. first. If you don't right. find anything, maybe try to sweet talk uh, certain people there into uh, letting us into the uh, uh, stacks, maybe <laughs> for the stacks. Well, yeah, so, you can, uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Or, or, or at least, or, or or at least, is there somebody that could look up some information for us? Say like on, um, and I'll pull up a picture of it to see if. This occurs in the, in the uh, that unusual literature you have back there. I'm sorry, say that again. Oh, well, in there, like a kind of, a, as I recall from the, the stories, is there like the um, head librarian? Yeah, Armitage. Kind of yeah. yeah, Armitage, yeah. Uh, and find, out, find out if we can, uh, uh, we'll explain the situation uh, and uh, show the drawing and say, is, is this familiar <laughs> to you at all, maybe? Well, I think we could start start on like regular books before we start. Oh, we'll start that. Yeah, I like to yeah, I mean, yeah. books first, and then we'll go. All right. Yeah. Um. So you get to the you're, you're at the library. I, I would like you. I would like you to give me a collective library rule. Um. So who has who has the lowest library? Mine is 65. I have 15. I'm 68. It's probably me with 20. Why don't, Luca, why don't you do a, a library role? Of course, I'll be happy to. Sorry. Let's see. 42. So you spend about an hour um, looking through various texts, seeing if you can find anything. Um, you don't really find anything specific. Um, Russian, there's not a lot known about pre-Christian Russian folklore. 
Uh, there are some obscure texts that, that you're kind of looking to see if you can find. Uh, there are references in those texts to other texts. Um, so an hour goes by. Uh, now, let's say, Rudolph, you go ahead and do a library roll. Uh, ooh, 49 out of 50. Oh, very, very nice. So at some point, you put your hands on a book. Um, it's, there's no pictures or anything like that. But it's, uh, it's a, a book written by Sergei uh, Romantov called uh, The Darkness of the North, Stories from Russian Folklore. And as you are thumbing through it, um, your eye sort of catches on some phrases. Okay. Uh, extracts from the Darkness of the North stories from Russian folklore by Sergei Romantov. The sons of Velas, the gods of death, the guardians of the soul, the bringers of revenge. The sons of Velas are known by all these names, and yet the people of ancient Russia do not fear them. Many of the old stories tell... Uh, Many of the old stories tell of the wicked deeds of men that would go unpunished, how the, the Slavs killed the Cossack and the Magyar slaughtered the Chechens, or, or how women and children were trampled down by horses or burnt in their homes. But the people believed that once these wicked men were dead, they would at last pay for their sins. Belus, the god of the underworld, as punishment for their crimes, would not allow them to sleep eternal. Belus hated the chaos man. Bellus hated the chaos man wrought on each other and wished rather they danced or sing, made merry, made merry or made love. Above all, he loved animals and those that treated flocks and herds with the respect they deserved, for it was not the herds that fed men. As a reward to those men and women who cherished his creatures, he who cherished his creatures, he gave them a, a gifts, sacred jewel containers in which resided a son of Bellus. These small reliquies, uh, although precious in life, were more so in death, as on the wearer's death, the, the son that resided within awoke and guided the departed to the loving arms of Ellis. Unfortunately, today, these stones are long gone, vanished like those that worshipped Ellis. The sons of Ellis are described as large and immensely strong. To their charges, they appear as friendly beasts, but to others, they are ravenous monsters. Invisible during the day, they always return at night to complete their one and only task. They never fail in all the stories that speaks of them, except one, except for one, the tale of the wicked thief. That tale speaks of an, e of an evil man on his deathbed who, by some vicious deed, had acquired a jewel of Velas. A virtuous woodsman learnt of this crime against Velas and prayed for the, to the god for guidance. Velas, being a loving and caring god, had heard these prayers and came to the woodsman, who in turn explained what, would what had happened. Appearing, upon hearing this, Velas was full of sorrow, for although he did not wish for the evil man to enter the underworld, he knew his son would not be stopped from fulfilling his task, for this is the purpose it was created for. The woodsman asked if nothing could defeat a son of Velas, and the god cried out in sadness. Yes, he did know a way of defeating his son, but he loved him almost as much as he loved mankind, so he, so he was loath to reveal it. Yet Velas, the god, had little choice, and evil so could not enter the underworld without balance and peace being lost in the world. And so with tears in his eyes, the god told the woodsman the secrets of his own son's destruction. That night, as the evil man died, the woodsman lay in wait. 
And as the son of Elis appeared and the, wood, the woodsman challenged it with a large mirror, he confounded the sun by showing it, it its true reflection. As the beast stood gazing, the woodsman raised his bow and lit the head of one of his arrows, taking aim not to miss, not to miss the woodsman let fly, striking the sun in the heart. How terribly did the son of Elis cry out, but it fell, its task could not be completed. As it fled back to the arms of his father, it vowed that from the, that day forth, its brothers would hunt the, to the ends of the earth those that harmed the true bearers of their jewels. So never again would a son fail in its task. It seems like they, that might be describing what you guys saw. Quite wow. a few parallels, that's for sure. By the time you've found that, Ronald shows up with the pictures. Hey, Ronnie, take a look at this. And I, I you know, show him. I, this has definitely got some parallels here. You're right. These pictures turned out really pretty good. Yeah, you can read them quite clearly. Interest. What you want to do next? Only thing that's just a little bit different is this seems to indicate that fire, or maybe it's just piercing through the heart, uh, could uh, send it back. And didn't seem to have any problem with the fire in the jewelry store. Or the fact that it's flames. They don't mention anything about flames, do they? In the in that article. Well, yeah. I mean, in the pay the, the ancient pagans, you know, before. You know, they were shown the light. You know, they had a lot of interesting beliefs that, you know, but I mean, I, I could say, I could see definitely where the parallels could be, but, you know, is, um, what I'm wondering is if uh, John uh, Burton, if he maybe had came across this, why would he be interested in one of these sons of Ellis? I mean, or maybe he hurt. Someone that, I mean, if you, if if you're to believe the the uh, the myth of that story, then it seems like the son of Ellis would have came there maybe to hurt John, or because he took one of those jewels, and they said they would never allow that to happen again. No, that's, uh, well. Uh, According to you, preacher man, it was hunting. It was hunting somebody trying try to track down somebody. Could be. Could be much simpler. Could be that uh, guy's wife has one of those uh, one of those talismans or whatever. She walks into the uh, walks into the jewelry store, flicks a cigarette, gas leak blows up. She goes bye bye, and we just watch the son of Bella's guide her soul to the cemetery. Could be that simple. Hmm. Did you see, well, I don't know if you see us all, did you see anybody following the? Nah, not nah, just, mm. just a dog. Yeah. Well, let's see if we get things translated. Maybe that'll give us more answers. Uh, Ronnie, that was, a, that's some good work there. Thanks. Thanks, Addy. I think we may later on have to, to visit John. I can always pose as just collecting information on, on the blast for the paper, uh, and, and to get us to get get us in and see what I mean, we can find there. I could be coming by, you know, to comfort him. I mean, yeah, everyone, everyone needs uh, 
someone to pray for in at times that, of sorrow. That might be a better way to get us in. Uh, he might not appreciate uh, a grieving husband. Might not appreciate the press. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe that approach would would get us further in. I don't tend to get on too well with business owners, but I think I keep a lid on it at least for for the day. <laughs> So what next? Um, yeah, the Russian department. We know where that is. Yeah, it's easy enough to find. Language is building. All right. You travel across campus to the, the languages building. Uh, the professor of uh, the Russian language is uh, uh, Nicholas Kokolov. Uh, professor Nicholas Kokolov. Um, and he's in his uh, he's in his office uh, as you knock on the door. Yes, come in, please. Uh, what you don't look like students. What can I do for you? Um, oh, professor, uh, we were wondering if you could uh, assist us we uh, with a translation. Oh yes, of course. Um, I have uh, you know a little time. Uh, what do you need translated? And uh, Ronald, you get you got the pictures of it? Oh yeah, right here. This is hand them presenting that. Mm. Seem to be two different time periods. Uh, yes, uh, Russian, as near as I can tell. Well, let's see this one here. Uh, this the smaller piece. Give me a moment, and he uh, he writes something out uh, on a piece of paper. Uh, and he hands it to you. Uh, yes, it's from a book called The Darkness of the North. Uh, here you, you can read this. Ah, yes. The translations, the excerpt from The Darkness of the North. The sons of Velis are the guardians of the soul, guides in the afterlife, to touch their resting places and ensure your safe passage to God. Born from their father's love of all that is good in the world, they reside in small trinkets awaiting the passing of their owner to help them leave the mortal coil. Yes. It's, um, it's from the darkness of the north. I believe we have copies of it in the library. Uh, you can find that it's uh, written by uh, uh, Sergei Romantov. Romantov. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure it's there. Um, now this other piece, uh, by the way, uh, Stuart, is it? Uh, uh, did you give him a color picture or a black and white? It's a uh, black and white. Um, yeah, color photography would be a little advanced at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, this is interesting. Where did you get to say a museum or, or something? It's very old. Um, yeah, museum. It's. Um, it's very early Slavonic, uh, difficult syntax. Uh, oh, fascinating. Um, uh, this will take me a little bit of time to translate. Uh, if you give me an hour or so, I can, uh, I can do this. It's not so much text, but it's, it's difficult. I'll have to use a lexicon to see if I can uh, get a proper translation. Uh, uh, is so there anything else? Oh no, no, that 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 is it. it. 
Darkness of the North, you say. Thank you. Yes. I mean, uh, Professor, have you ever heard anything about any of these uh, Sons of Ellis? It's all folklore. I'm uh, I'm a Christian, so uh, I don't... Uh, I don't know that much about the ancient folklore. It's probably the same uh, the same with you. You probably don't know a great deal about the ancient folklore of your own country. Uh, Fair, enough. Fair enough. This this all would have uh, uh, Russia became Christian around the year uh, seven hundred. So this would very been, old. Yeah, this stuff would have been uh, much long longer before that. Probably a, a couple. This this piece here. I would say, though, this is from 16th, 17th century, somewhere around there. Mm. I'll know better when I when I translate it. Mm. Yeah, give me a little time. Uh, come back. Uh, come back in about an hour. Let's see how far I've gotten. Ah, thank you, Professor. Of course. No so kind. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm. All right. So you leave him. Uh, what would you like to do next? We've just got an hour. It's yeah. about lunchtime. We could grab a lunch and then just come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know this lovely uh, deli down the street. It's it's about 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah. 11 a.m. We're going to get a little food and... Uh, See what we think on this. Yeah. You didn't happen to see any like weird trinkets or anything in that safe when you looked, did you? Just looked like a regular jewelry that I saw. I mean, I didn't snoop too much, but I just saw that was the only thing that seemed a little bit different than just regular jewelry in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And now this might just be pure speculation, but maybe we could check by the morgue with the police or something. Uh, see if maybe the body had one of them trinkets on it. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, there could be more of those trinkets stored somewhere in that safe. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of time in there. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Rudy, do you you have any connections in the department? No. No, I'm just just with the... uh, Yeah, just just with uh, just with the Arkham advertiser. No, I was asking Rudy. Oh, I thought he said one. Um, in the morgue, did you say? <laughs> Coroner's I've, office. I've probably, I've, I mean, I've, I'm an investigative journalist. I've probably talked to people there. I've probably met, you know, probably have a connection I could, could squeeze. Yeah. So I can do, I can do that. I can call up somebody, uh, either either uh, an investigator or somebody at the morgue that I might know, see if there was any uh, any jewelry on the body or anything. Yeah, can do that on this this little hour we have. Well, I'm going to get get something to eat because although man cannot survive on bread alone, I, I, you still need some bread. So. I think I'll join you, Reggie. Yeah, sounds good. Nice pastrami on rye. Sounds good, right? All right. 
Hmm, that does sound good. So you have a nice lunch. Um, and uh, uneventful. Uh, and, you know, you waste about an hour. So what next? Can we go back to uh, the professor? Yeah, I think I'll make a call uh, first. Um, okay. Probably, probably an investigator in the you know, police department. Somebody I know just to see if there's any details on any jewelry that may have been found. So, yeah. All right. Um, nothing. Uh, it's it's uh, you're gonna have to do a persuade. Okay. Because it's they're not just gonna like tell you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or maybe not. Yeah. Got a little bit of persuade. Um. That's too far off to spin luck. So. Okay. So they're 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 not really, especially with the press, they don't want to discuss things. Yeah, I'm like I'm not going to release anything. I'm not, I'm just you know, just interested. Uh, it's just, just policy. We don't. I get it. I get it. I wouldn't wouldn't pressure you into into sharing anything. You don't need it. You really don't need to. Uh, I appreciate it though. Right. But I will give you a luck roll. Okay. To see if you know someone a doctor or somebody that you can get to. Uh, nope. That is a 76 on a 60. That's yeah. a miss. Uh, yeah. Your friend West, West moved on, huh? Just striking out. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think just talking to uh, John's going to be, he would know if you wore a bobble. Yeah. I would also like to know if his old lady was a smoker. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it was illegal not to smoke back then. Yeah. <laughs> the, well, the more suspicious smoked. if she wasn't. <laughs> the surgeon smoked as they worked on you. Know, and, uh, or right. The chef smoked as they made the soup. And, <laughs> No, it's it's a valid question. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so you make your way back up to Professor uh, Kokolov, um, and uh, he's got a number of big, gigantic books on his desk <laughs> that he's had open, and he's been going through them. And he says, "Oh, oh, my friends, you've come back. This is this is rather an exciting, interesting little piece of history you find here. Yeah, though, what?" Uh, what museum is this in? I've, I've never run across this piece before. Uh, uh, it's in a private collection. I was, I was quite wrong. This language is at least, uh, I'd say, 15th century. It's oh. probably closer to what, to what uh, I said before. Um, here, I've, I've made you a little uh, translation. It's, it's, it's not perfect, but it's, it's close to what is here. Ah, translation of the the old text. And as night fell, we could hear it coming. Son of Valis, the avenger of the dead. Its arrival proved only that one of us was the killer of the Cossack girl. This was the proof. If the god beast came, then we could not deny that one of us had gone back and had killed her. Revenge for the deaths of our own children. It came like lightning to the house, sundering apart the brace door. 
its eyes like glowing pools of chaos. It searched for the killer. Pasha, why did he do it? Yet for all his begging, it did no good as the monster ripped him in half. Nor did we stop him. No, for none desired to be taken as well. But then it turned on Dimitri and Vladim. Why, oh, why? It seemed that all those who witnessed it became souls it desired. No witnesses were allowed. And then it was my turn. Unable to stop the beast, I too was broken. I woke at dawn a week later, only to discover that the, the Cossacks had found my shattered body and saved my, and saved my life. Yet although I healed in time, it took me seasons to walk, forever cursed, never to forget the son of Ellis, ever. Oof. Uh, That's not good. Yeah. Luca? Luca, if we were to put any faith into this, we witnessed it. Yeah. You didn't see it, Madeline. You calm down over there. Well... That's true. I didn't see it, but I was looking his direction. I don't know if you could tell that I couldn't see it or not. Uh, That's not good. I got a clean conscience. I don't know. I don't think it was coming from me. Well, it doesn't sound like it matters. It sounds like if you see it, you're marked. But, uh, of course, there, Professor, we were... This is... Yes. Yeah, just... uh, the vision that, that plants itself in your head is that thing in the cemetery turning around and looking right back at uh, you. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, I, I'm assuming we're kind of whispering among ourselves, but yeah. saying this out loud for the professor. Well, all of this uh, seems to have a great deal to do with this um, novellus. Uh, I mean, I don't uh, know anything about the folklore, or, or very little, but, you know, novellus like Zeus or... Uh, Hades, uh, it occasionally gets used in the Russian, Russian terminology. I'm sure there's books on, uh, on this mythology. Yeah, but, library. But in the story, though, it turned and 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 tore up the people that witnessed it. Right. Yes, in- I I don't actually think this is a story. This looks like journal entries. So in, in this entry. Uh, he's describing that the people who viewed this were attacked right then and there as well. Yes, it looks like it killed the person who committed the murder first, and then it killed all the witnesses, or at least it attacked all of the witnesses. Apparently, this last one managed to survive, but not without a great deal of damage. It's it's all very it, you know it's all these these are spooky tall tales people mm-hmm. used to tell their children. If yeah. you're not a good person, then the son of Venelis is going to come and eat you. Right, and you know it could have easily been you know the large dog, and then you know like, in this guy's well, fever dreams. I believe, if I recall correctly, uh, Veles. Velas has something to do with wolves or bears, something like that. As I say, I'm sure there's books in the library on this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is there anything else I can help you with? No, I, I wish we had more to translate because it se- seemed like uh, that you enjoyed this. Well, it was a nice break for my usual routine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Starting the library in here, Nikki. Mostly I have... Uh, 
college students who are just trying to teach them the Russian language is not an easy task. If if any of this is used in a future story, would you like to be cited or just remain anonymous? Oh, probably not. Yeah, don't don't cite me. Is there a story in this? Uh, Just research. That's all. It may be, maybe not. Uh, Do you know any professors that are uh, in the university that uh, uh, (coughs) strong grounding in uh, Russian folklore that we might be able to consult? I don't think so. I don't think we have that kind of a department in our school. Where would uh, where would these uh, books be that you uh, the the main section of the library or in the special section? I mean, I'm assuming that that would be there. Um, no, they would be uh, in the regular. Department. Ah, okay. I have no idea. Probably with um, other folklore folklore. I think there's a fairly mm-hmm. large folklore section. All right, fellas, then let's go get some more bad news, I guess. All right. Well, th- thank you, Professor. Uh, yes, you all have you a nice much. day. Been most <laughs> hmm. As we go uh, out. To, well, it doesn't sound like you guys are in any trouble. You, you, if, if it was going to, to devour you or, or kill you, it would have done it right then and there. It, well, the, it didn't the, seem to be concerned. But the but sun no, was coming up, yeah, and, 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 and it said that you know that book said it 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 it's invisible during the day. So, but it comes back at night. Uh, Ronnie, believe me when I tell you, it looked like it was thinking about it. I mean, that book said something about it, a, a putting a mirror in front of it, right? And it it it, it did, and it confounded it. Yeah. Then we shoot. They shot it with a flaming arrow. arrow. Uh, not a superstitious man, but I think I will be investing in a makeup mirror. I need, might need a bigger one than that. Yeah. Uh, and a bow and arrow. <laughs> it's about 1230. Well, uh, hit up the library. Yeah, might as well we're here. Back down to the library. Mm-hmm. See if we can find anything else, uh, anything more. <laughs> Feel like we found a lot. Hopefully, we can find some something else that helps. Oh, um, could I swing by the uh, the site to see if anyone's been by to rummage through any of the the remains there in the in the uh, safe? Are or you going that... to go leave the university and go? Oh, I'm just uh, maybe later on we'll do. You can't that. really swing by it. Yeah, it's far university. away. Yeah, okay. Yeah, never it's mind. It's not. I'll... It's not far away. We're literally talking two or three blocks over, but you're in the library right now. Okay. <laughs> I'll I'll go there later. Okay. Yeah. Want to see if anyone's coming by for that stuff? All right. Why don't you do a library roll? Well, whoever's got the best library. Now that you know what you're looking for. Yeah. Let's see. Sixty-eight. Yeah, you you beat me, Madeline. So unless Ronnie's got you beat, you're you got the best. All right, All right. why don't you go ahead and roll, Madeline? Twenty. Yeah. Hang on. Use another one. Then. Yeah. What'd you get? 
28. Okay. I die later on. Okay. All right. So you start to find a number of things concerning Veles. And uh, here are some illustrations you get along the way. And Mm. this uh, picture of a medallion with a symbol is, in fact, the same symbol that was drawn on the top of that old piece of paper. Um, The other thing that you find is uh, this information on Veles himself. Information about Veles. Olos. Veles and Perun are two deities found in the religion of the Slavs prior to the coming of Christianity. The pre-Christian Slavs were polytheists and worshipped a pantheon of deities, just like the ancient Greeks and Romans. Compared to the Greeks and Romans, however, the deities in the religion of the pre-Christian Slavs are generally less well known. Some Slavic deities, apart from Veles and Perun, include Debog, regarded as the progenitor of the Slavs, Strebog, a god whose grandchildren are said to be all the winds, and Morana, a, uh, the goddess of winter. Amongst these gods, only Veles and Peron are commonly respected and worshipped by all Slavic tribes. Veles, spelt also as Volos, was a forest god who appeared most often as a bear, although he's thought to be capable of shape-shifting into other types of animals as well. One possible explanation for the representation of Velus as a bear is that this animal was regarded as the king of the animals. However, in the belief system of the southern Slavs, Velus was regarded as lord of all wolves and was seen as a wolf god. He also appeared as a great serpent, a disguise he used to hide from his enemy, Harun. Harun, for all intents and purposes, is the god of thunder and lightning. He is also a god of light who resides at the crown of the world tree. According to the myth, Veles abducted Perun's wife and children and took them down into the roots of the world tree, the underworld. Enraged, Perun chased him, hurling lightning bolts. Veles transformed into a serpent and went in and out of the earth in order to hide. They said any time a lightning bolt hits the earth, it is a place where Veles chose to hide. Perun is also said to represent order, while Veles represents chaos. Veles has been associated with other deities, such as Loki and, and Romatov's Darkness of the no- North, and Nyarlathotep, the Crawling Chaos, and Van Yun's Unaspreklin Colton. Huh, I've heard of Loki, this other one. Maybe Egyptian? I, I don't know. But... Uh, what? Yeah, it, well, you know. I've never been able to understand Russian conjugation of their words and all. But it kind of reminded me a little bit of what that Greek myth of, was it Persephone that was uh, taken by Hades? Right. Uh, yeah. The... yeah, definitely. I mean, I could, I could, but hmm. And Hades is rather a, a more of a lawful type. Yeah. But hmm. I mean, but it, it is, but I mean, why would Burton and Valerie be so into old? I mean, Burton's not a Russian name. No. No. Well, it still could be a, an interest, a hobby. I mean, that, that's true. It's true. I mean, this is what happens when you start dealing with uh, 
pagans and demons. I mean, people think that they're not real, but. Or maybe he came across, somebody tried to sell a piece, he came across a piece, and from there did some research just like we're doing, maybe? Could be. Easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Travel all the way to Russia for it? Is he a wealthy person? He runs a jewelry store. That's um, Donald. Um, you asked an interesting question. Um, the Haywrights are were definitely you know jewelry merchants. Um, they weren't incredibly wealthy, but they they had some money. Um, the Burtons. Uh, are also a rather famous family, um, dilettantes, you know, mostly. Um, although, you know, maybe not so, um, not so prestigious anymore. Uh, in the scheme of things, people sometimes marry other people because of money that they're trying to save their fortune or get another fortune. And as, as you sort of recall back, you do recall that they used to show up at a lot of parties, you know, but she definitely was not, you know, upper class, even if Burton was. Um, so, you know how people can be classism. Uh, but he probably at some point had more money than she did. But then again, she now, I mean, if the Haywright, we don't know whether the Haywright jewelry store went to her or to him. But but they had enough money. So by just traveling to, you know, halfway around the world wouldn't seem odd because most people don't have that type of money. So is this like, a major trip for them or is this something like yeah they they are wealthy enough to travel like that it's not a big deal well i mean you don't know enough yet you don't know enough about i mean was 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 burton going on a luxury liner or was he going on a steamer you know that would say a lot Maybe just take a look at the guy's house, see how see how big it is. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to, have to go by his house. Yeah, uh, we we might see over here. Uh, do they have anything on um, who's who of uh, Arkham or Massachusetts, anything like that? In the library, yeah. um, probably not. Probably everybody who is somebody knows who huh. is somebody. You yeah. used to have books like that. I, I mean, even you kind of, kind of, kind of know certain it. names pop mm-hmm. up that, you know, these are the, like the Vanderbilts, you know, in New York. You, you'd be like, oh, yeah, those people. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, whether any of you have any connections like that, I don't know. Or any of you. No, not my credit rating. Super wealthy? No. 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 <laughs> Barely middle class. Okay. Uh, Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, that travel agency was their address in in Arkham, or was it uh, New York? New York. Oh, okay, so that's too far away. Okay. There was a phone. Number. Wire. There was a phone number. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
could always give him a ring, see what uh, see what steamer he ended up on. I know. I was just trying to come up with what reason we would have to be to give them, you know. Uh, Top sell. Everybody do intelligence rolls. Oh, come on. Critical failure. Uh, that's an extreme for me. Hard. No, it's not, no, it's not hard. Hard for me. Regular. Uh, extreme. Yeah, everyone pass except me. It <laughs> does. I mean, avenues of investigation. You guys are thinking to yourselves, um, the Haywrights had employees. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they had uh, neighbors. And they had business neighbors, you know, all around them. Mm-hmm. You probably find out a lot of information by asking people the yeah. questions. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe me and Ronnie head back to uh, to the uh, to the store there, and just kind of as a follow up for the paper, talk to some of the neighbor the neighboring businesses, and see if anybody, you know, just see if we can uncover anything there about about uh, Burton and Valerie. Tracking down employees is practically my job, so I'll uh, take a look around, see if I can get in touch with any of uh, the work and stiffs. Okay. Okay, I could go talk to the uh, the home neighbors. Oh uh, yeah, that's. Um, let me think about this. Before I do that, I am going to call up that uh, that uh, um, uh, travel agency and ask, do you have uh, any uh, liners that uh, commonly travel to uh, Vladivostok well, that would get us close to that Vladivostok? Well, we're role playing, so rather than tell me what you're going to tell me, then we'll just play that out. You, okay. you, All right. you call the number, okay. and a man with a rather um, heavy, uh, you're guessing. Polish accent. Uh, uh, good, good afternoon. Uh, what can I do for you? I'm I'm checking uh, my. Uh, uh, we're planning a trip for uh, for my uncle. He's uh, originally from Russia. Uh, he'd like to visit it one more time. Uh, he comes from Vladivostok. Do you have any lighters that? Uh, that could get him there. Oh well, I'm I'm sure we could work something out. Yes, uh, uh, wherever you need to go. Uh, have you have you worked with us before? Uh, no. Somebody mentioned your name. I think uh, Mr. Burden. When I was going to oh, yes, Mr. Burden. Day. Yes, he's he's traveled uh, on our. Uh, we, we he uses us. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I'm I'm pretty sure he said he traveled over there a few months ago. Oh yes, he was. He did. He did recently had a uh, trip to Vladivostok. Okay. He should be back by now. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we can uh, uh, we can uh, ask him get uh, some uh, what he thought of your liner. Uh, what was the name of it again? Well, we don't have a liner. We're a travel agency. We I mean, um, book you with whatever travel. Well, I mean, uh, what wh- wherever you. Booked him with to to uh, to uh, 
travel is like uh, what would be the name you know what the name of the ship would have been or the name it of the was uh, i believe he was on one of the white star lines okay, um, okay. we can check with him and find out uh, if he thinks that's suitable for uh, that gentleman of my uh, my uh, uncle's years and, uh, whatever you need we can we can accommodate you of course okay all right well i do thank you very much sir thank you you're welcome and he hangs up. All right. Right. Um, uh, Ronald and Madeline, who are you going with? Or are you going to go off on a fourth split in the party? <laughs> okay, so where, where do we have... Uh, okay, where do we have... Uh, I don't want to have too many people assaulting the... the uh, neighbors in bunches but we could spread out into the neighborhood what, what, we, we've got a three-way split already okay mm -hmm. all right what what do we have uh what do we have so far in terms of what are we uh i'm, uh, I'm going to the home neighbors to talk to them okay and uh i'm gonna go down to the uh, tax collector and look and see if i get any payroll information okay all right and we're heading back to the jewelry store just to see if we can talk to the neighboring businesses yeah, right there with you. Okay. Um, I'll go with the uh, with the Reggie. They okay. might be. They might open up. Papers might open up to a woman a little more. So Ronald and Rudolph are going to the house, and Reggie. No, you're going to the 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 shop and the neighborhood. Right, yeah. uh, Reggie and Madeline are going to the house. And yeah. Luca, you are going to go see the tax people? Well, just downtown, see if I can try to find anybody who might know who worked there. Oh, just okay. any kind of employment records. The kind of thing I might ask a lot in my, kind of, in my line of work. Okay. Um, I will start with you. Then. That's actually rather simple. In fact, just asking just asking anybody who works in that area will tell you that they had two employees, um, an older gentleman in his fifties, Lawrence Cabot and a young apprentice, uh, Carl West. <coughs> and roll a luck roll for me. Looks like a, a hard with 18. Okay. Um, they point you towards a cafe right down the street uh, and tell you that they're contemplating what they're going to have to do for work because their work just blew up. <laughs> they're down at the cafe? Yeah, they're down at the cafe. Well, I think I'm going to mosey on over there, see, uh, see what they're up to. Okay. Um, before we do that... Can we take a five-minute break? I need to use the boys' room. All right, five-minute break. Sounds good. So, um, Luca, you're going to, uh, you step into the cafe, and there's, there's a few people in there, and a lot of them are talking about, you know, the fire. Did you see the fire? What's going on with the fire? Um, there are two people sitting at a table that look like they are diametrically opposed. Um, 
the older gentleman, uh, Lawrence Cabot, is dressed in an impeccable suit. Um, obviously, working in a jewelry shop, you have to look your absolute best. Um, Carl West is much younger, 18. Uh, on although he's dressed very good for a you know a, for the same reason, uh, he obviously is a lot more friendly, smiley than uh, than Mister Cabot, who takes things very serious, takes everything very seriously, um, and is always willing to point out to Carl West that if he wants to be a good employee, he needs to be absolutely best. And they just look like they're nursing their pain because, you know, the place is gone. So they seem somewhat approachable. Yeah. Well, I, uh, Luca is going to kind of mosey on up, kind of acting natural. Um, and he's going to ask him, you guys, um, we used to some employees at that, uh, at that jewelry place that went up. Oh, yes, we were. I Terribly sorry to hear about loss of uh, employment. It's tough for any working person. Um, but uh, I, I'm a union. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 this was quite a problem. Yes. I, I, I can only imagine. Uh, the shop. Uh, what was your general impression of the owners, especially in the last couple months? Well, uh, like the not, character. Um, uh, who are you, sir? My apologies. My apologies. My name's Luca Caruso. I'm with uh, United uh, Brotherhood of Carpenters, a union man. Um, I'm really more concerned primarily about a workplace safety aspect. If there was any kind of corner cutting in the building, uh, I hear they're talking about gas leak. Uh, with the station, so I wanted to investigate, see if there's any kind of possible class action or anything like that. So, I I I, I don't know anything about that. That's what they say it was was a gas leak, but I mean we were part of the you know partly maintaining the building itself. Uh, it was in very good working. If you've ever been in there, although I doubt that uh, that somebody like you would buy much jewelry. Um, you're probably right. It was well maintained. Uh, uh, as to uh, Mr. Burton and Miss Valerie's character, I uh, don't think that's something that uh, I feel comfortable discussing. It's uh, it's My nobody's business. Now, when he says that. Carl West, the younger guy, rolls his eyes. He can sort of like kind of <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna kind of furtively acknowledge, you know, the rolling of the eyes, mm -hmm. and maybe kind of give a little uh, head tilt towards the front of the of the of the cafe. Maybe like a kind of you know, hey, meet me outside in, in a bit. Um, and I'm gonna say, well, you know, your your professionalism. It's a second to none. And I, uh, I appreciate all the information you've given me. It looks like maybe kind of coming up on some dead ends here. Just want to check out, you know, workplace safety always at my forefront. Yes, well, good day to you then. Good day to you too. And I uh, 
I uh, walk out to the front of the building and uh, kind of just uh, lean up against the front and uh, flick out a smoke and maybe I'm just going to chill out for 10, 15, see if uh, Carl comes out. Well, after about five minutes, um, uh, they both come out and, um, and uh, Lawrence turns to Carl and says, you know, good day, Mr. Uh, West. Um, uh, was, let's keep in touch. And uh, they both walk in different directions, but Mr. Uh, Mr. West walks towards you. And he walks back like this. And he says, so, yeah, mister, what do you want to know? Uh, I offer him a cigarette. And uh, I just got a couple quick questions about, about you know, I guess, former employee or employers. Yeah, well, um, yeah, uh, you know, Mr. Cabot's better to work for. He's... Uh, very professional. He really is the one who runs the shop. He knows where everything is and, and stuff like that. Uh, Mr. Burton, since, uh, since he took over, you know, for, for uh, when the old man uh, Haywright died, he's not got much of a head on his shoulder for business. And, um, I'd say if I was going to say we were struggling a little, you know, uh, he's kind of cheaping out on the jewelry to you know, make a bigger profit and stuff like that. A real problem is, you know, his wife, Valerie. Um, she rules the place. She rules it like, uh, like old man. Her like a father did, and uh, which because you know she's a woman, uh, she doesn't have the clout that she would really like to have. But as her, she's his wife, so she can pretty much badger him into doing anything that she wants him to do. And she's pretty hot on him. She uh, she likes her fancy clothes and she likes her, you know, fancy house and servants and whatever. And uh, he better, you know, be bringing in the money uh, or she's going to, you know, withhold, if you know what I mean. Um, I don't know. They, they fight. I see them fighting. They, uh, mm. they try not to fight in the shop. But, uh, you know, I, I imagine their home life's not got to be that great. Well, Mr. West, I don't mean to insinuate anything when I say this, but foul play you think there's any kind of possibility this could have been a setup i don't think so i don't no. see how um my no guess one. is that that there was uh, they said there was a gas leak so she probably came in in the morning that's not unusual that she would come in in the morning yeah. you know set up shop really early kind of early but uh you know she she worried about everything she wanted to make sure the merchandise was all you know properly priced and I don't know it was kind of a dysfunctional thing it wasn't great when Avery ran the place but uh, you know at least it was well organized when he did it all himself I uh, I imagine she just came in and flipped on the light and uh, 
Spock was enough to blow the place to smithereens. Uh, I think he said, I think they said he was in bed. So he didn't even um, come in with it. I don't know why he would. You know, they don't need two people to open up the shop. That's right. Well, uh, that, that answers that question for me. I think uh, the last thing I'd like to ask you about, um, I have it on uh, in my in, looking into this. I did find out that Mr. Button, he took a, you know, a personal vacation to Vladivostok. Um, did well, no, he, he, uh, he didn't. He, it wasn't a vacation. Well, it was just just business. Just he, business. He went there looking for jewelry. You, do you know what kind of jewelry? Whatever he could find. He did that Anything? quite often. Uh, when uh, when uh, Avery uh, Haywright uh, was running the shop, uh, he didn't really trust trust Mr. Burton very much. He uh, didn't have any. Con- I, I wouldn't say he didn't trust him. He didn't have any confidence in him. I was surprised that he let him marry his uh, daughter. But, you know, the Burton name, he's got mm-hmm. some prestige there. And and he wanted to take over, but he didn't He didn't like running things the way that uh, that Haywright wanted them. And, and consequently, then uh, Valerie wanted them. Um, but he was, Haywright sent him out quite often on uh, scouting trips looking for cheap, uh, unusual things that might sell in the shop. That, that's, that's the only reason he went. It wasn't the first time he'd been to Russia. Uh, he's been to India. I've been to a couple of other places, too. And as a general rule, Ms. Haywright, you, uh, she doesn't like accompany him or anything. She just kind of goes on his own? Yeah, he goes on his own. I think probably to get away from her for a little bit because, you know, but she likes to potty. He's not a potty fella. Um, that's probably... That's probably the problem with their relationship is uh, she wanted the prestige of his name and he just wanted to settle down. Well, Mr. West, that's really interesting stuff. Um, let me give you my card. And yeah, um, if you know any yeah. job openings, give me a call. Uh, can you swing a hammer? I might be able to get you into a, into a carpentry shop. Yes, I can, but uh, I'll keep I don't you know. I've never done that kind of work. <laughs> Well, always looking for apprentices, but uh, I got to run. I got to go meet up with my uh, with my friends. So I thank you again. Mm-hmm. Um, best of luck out there. Have a good day. All right. Um, I was going to the neighbors in in town. Uh, so you're you're not far from where Luca is. Um, all right. So you go to the neighbors. Uh, say the shop next door, the the Carter brothers. Oh, oh, the shop neighbors. Okay, that was the other guys. <clears throat> oh, I'm yep. sorry. Yeah, the shop That's neighbors. Us. Uh, yeah, I knew them. Um, saw them all the time. They're uh, quite a pair. Yeah, what you what do you mean by that? They like a good pair, bad pair. Mm. Most of the time they were pretty quiet, but uh, a couple times they got into fights. Mostly, uh, mostly after hours or before hours, you'd hear them uh, yelling. Mostly her yelling, you know. And yeah. uh, that Haywright, uh, that uh, Avery, when he ran the place, he ran it like a draconian soldier. You know, it was uh, everything was regimented, and they didn't open up one minute early or close one minute early and regular Scrooge. He was, 
Um, and I think that the, what's the expression? The something didn't fall very far from the tree. Oh yeah. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. She's a pretty, she's kind of a pretty lady, but, uh, I don't know when you get angry that, that, that makes you look kind of ugly. Yeah. I think, I think the early reports of gas leaks, you have any issues with gas leaks or anything? And all these buildings are pretty old, you know? Um, I don't suppose it would take much, but I'd be really surprised if there was enough gas in that building to blow it to hell the way that it did. And she didn't smell it when she walked in the door. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I don't, I don't guess so. I mean, it seems like if she, if she did, she would have got out of there. Yeah. Uh, they, they add something to the gas. Don't they uh, butyl mercaptum to make it stink like uh like skunk smell. Yeah. Yeah. So how she managed maybe she had so much shit up and nose that she didn't smell anything i don't know i mean i'm sorry that you know i don't, I don't want to talk ill of the dead but uh, maybe i don't know i don't know i certainly don't think it was anything other than that uh john john's not much of a john ain't got much of a spine you know what i, I mean uh, he put up with most of her ordering him around. So she ran the show, it seems, mostly, and he he stood out front of it. He did what he was told. Yeah. Uh, I mean, was anything... I mean, I know he... You, you may not even know. I know he, he took a trip recently, and I mean... Do you know anything about that? Or if he came back, was he uh, different? Or he was in and out a couple times a year, I think. Okay, you know, going places, um, probably just to get away. But uh, sounds like, I mean, we all got to kind of do that too. You know, I've got a furniture shop, but uh, occasionally we have to go see if we can find new sources of furniture. Makes sense. Anything else I can do for you? Um. Kind of look at Ronnie. Um, I don't know. You got anything, Ronnie? Anything we're missing? I'm I'm just sort of eyeing over towards the burnt store area. Want to check that out after we step down from here? Yeah, quite a quite a disaster, huh? Thank God yeah, it didn't light anybody else's buildings on fire. Yeah, that that's lucky that yours didn't didn't catch anything. That yeah, there's a little bit. damage, but you know that's that could be repaired. Yeah. Yeah, I got all this furniture in here, all this wood. If it had caught on fire, Zeus. Yeah, I wouldn't have. That would have been short work, I imagine. Uh, fire get in there. Um, well, I don't. I guess the only other thing. I mean, you didn't. Again, you may you may not have known. Pay attention too much. Did you notice if she had any recently any like new jewelry that she was wearing on her? Or I mean, I know I they have- dealt in jewelry, but. I don't know if you still are enough enough I, to notice. I don't think I noticed anything like that. Yeah, fair. I mean, maybe. Fair. I mean, you know, I guess, I guess I'm not so sure that that was part of their thing. I think that maybe if they had had a girl, a lady working there, you know, she might've been displaying some stuff, but they didn't have anybody like that. They just had uh, the old man and the boy and, uh, 
and he was in there. She was in there once in a while, but I think she liked the luxury more than she liked working there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I appreciate appreciate um, everything you asked answering our questions that we had. Uh, again, glad glad you fared well. Not to not to have any too bad of damage. You know, I wouldn't put it past it though. I wouldn't put it past it that the best jewelry that he found, she appropriated it. Didn't make it to the shelves. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, apart from something that's you know thirty five thousand dollars or something like that, but. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. 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 So right, now well, yeah. Okay. So now let's jump to the others. You've arrived in Uptown, mm. which is where uh, they live. That's part of Arkham. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of the swanky area of Arkham. Hey. Um, you drive down the street and you find their house. It's a, it's a two-story, um, fairly large, not a mansion, but a, um, a big old house. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a nice yard. Uh, the uh, flower gardens are uh, blooming. It's May. Uh, the hedges are well-trimmed. Uh, and there are small side yards separating their house, their property from the houses next door. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no fences. Um, a lot of New England places, there's just no fences. So it's, it's like one long lawn that everybody sort of has together. Um, so there are neighbors, <clears throat> excuse me, neighbors on either side. Uh, do a spot hidden for me as you can okay. come up towards the house. <clears throat> or rather, you're parking your car up front. Oh, by one pass. Okay. There's two things that you notice. One is there is no car in the driveway. Mm. Okay. The other is there seems to be the glint of something up on the porch Um, when you sort of you know take a sort of closer look uh, there seem to be some things on the porch like a basket with what looks like um, something in it maybe uh, champagne with a little you know tinsel bow around it um, there seem to be a number of things up on the porch like that. Hmm. Huh. It's like, well, yeah, his car's not here, Matt. Matt, Matt I don't even think, I doubt he's, he's there and he's got a package. I mean, I mean, maybe that's a sympathy basket. I'm going to walk up there. You're muted. You're muted, Leslie. Leslie, yeah. you're muted. <laughs> you're still muted. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
<laughs> it's uh, so much for this better mouse. Okay, it's uh, yeah, we can you know, walk up there. You have you got your Bible like you're coming to visit the bereaved. Well, I am coming to visit the bereaved. Right. So, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, if I happen to look down in the basket and see something, yeah, that's exactly. just... Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll go up there, and so I'm going to go up there, and I'll pick up the basket, and then uh, kind of start reaching for the... If there's the doorbell, ring the, uh, reach for the doorbell, if not, for the knocker. And when, you, uh, when you reach for the basket... Um, it becomes apparent there are a number of things here on the porch. Uh, they're all, um, uh, our condolences in hearing about your shop burning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing seems to indicate that any of these people know about the wife dying. Ah. They heard that the building burned. But the fact that his wife died didn't come out, you know, that's not general knowledge yet. Hmm. That was not on the paper. Um, paper probably. I forgot about the paper. It might have been, but these came before the um, paper came out. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and knock. Okay. Uh, you knock on the door. There is no answer. Hmm. Uh, so in the basket says it have like uh, who sent them like, yeah uh, various various people around town okay any of uh, any of them like I assume the neighbors have a mailbox with maybe their name on it I'm just looking to say hey did, did Smith's his neighbor and there here's a basket from Smith you know um, no actually you do there are names on the uh, the mailboxes um uh, on one side, uh, there is the last name uh, McTy, and on the other side is uh, an O'Brien. Okay. Um, but these all seem to be kind of middle to upper class people, so possibly, possibly people more associated with that end of town. Um, they would have known about the fire. Right, drop stuff off. The people, their next door neighbors, might not know anything about the fire. Yeah, uh, except uh, they who, probably saw the police yeah. show up. Who, uh, who, who sent champagne? That's still kind of rather strange. I don't know. Just one of the neighbors, or one of the. Well, the people, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Uh, I, it's but, not necessarily champagne. It's just a condolence like, sort of gift that they heard that the place mm-hmm. burned. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Not like a hip hip hooray, your place burned. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering. It was insured, right? <laughs> so um turn the doorknob. It's locked. Okay. All right. It's locked. All right. Well, let's hope he was here, but let's see if one of his neighbors is in. So right. uh we'll go to uh was it McTay? McTay. McTay. Just before we do that, it's like, are there any windows to begin? Without being, being yeah, there's, there's windows. Yeah. Um, Is there anything? No, it looks like a regular living room space, although you can see 
that there are a couple of other, you know, like bundles of flowers and stuff like that that were probably delivered earlier. Mm-hmm. So at some point he saw the packages and brought some of them inside and then apparently he left and and now uh there a few more have accumulated on the porch. Yeah. But mm-hmm. nothing looks unusual inside. And today is still Sunday, correct? Saturday. Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Okay. okay. Still the weekend though. All right. Yep. Insurance probably uh, insurance company is probably not open yet for him to file any claims. Uh, how many um, are there any closer cemeteries than uh, than the one across from this uh, um, place uh, business, nearest place of business, uh, but uh, that are closer to his house or not? No, but as you. Think about that for a moment. You start to think about where you are in Uptown, where the shop is. And if you were to go in a straight line, you would pass through the cemetery. Hmm. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. You thinking what I'm thinking there, Madeline? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's just confirm we're thinking the same thing. I'm thinking that it's coming to get him. Da- yeah. Yeah. What time is it? It is now. Oops, I was keeping track of that. It's about two o'clock. Okay. Oh, sun's still up. So, uh, so up and bright. And, okay. And now that you say that out loud, you have four hours of daylight left before the sun peaks down behind the... Mm. All right. I'm going over to uh, the McTays. (laughs) Um, The McTays yard is also uh, well-kept. Mm-hmm. you knock on the door, and uh, a rather plump uh, woman, uh, she looks like she's probably in her 60s, uh, she comes to the door. Uh, yes, uh, can I help you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I am uh, Brother Johnson of the Arkham uh, First uh, Baptist Church. Uh, I was just doing uh coming around uh the tragedy that happened with your neighbor i was just wanting to make sure uh you know it, people sometimes forget that that neighbors can be affected when uh when tragedy hits 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 their neighbors and i just wanted to check on your well-being how how you're dealing with the the loss well of... we we heard that the shop burned um oh but you know that's a, a terrible thing the police were here this morning Mm-hmm. Not here, but they oh, were, okay. Uh, you know, they were they. We saw the the cars pull up, and they went in to talk to Mister Burton, and then they uh, uh, they all went to down to the shop. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know. Um, I mean, I 
you're not family, so I, he's already been informed. But uh, Valerie was unfortunately in in the shop, and that, that's why I was here. I, I wasn't worried about you being upset about the building being destroyed. Of course, you know. So Valerie is dead. Yes, she is. She, yeah. is. she is. Oh, that's that's terrible. I didn't realize. I saw people leaving stuff on the porch, uh, but it's all, you know, just for the building. Um, oh, that's that's terrible. Yeah, it is. It is. Were, were you close to her? Oh, no, not really. Um, I mean, uh, you, you know, she's not exactly was... Uh, uh, I don't. I don't want to, you know, air their dirty laundry and, you know, that's, if she's dead. Okay. Visit the church sometimes. Yeah, I mean, everybody has a little personality quirks. So. Well, I don't know. Um, I she wasn't exactly the nicest woman. Um, had quite a temper. Um, mm. Ordered him around like he was a, a servant. She had, you know, a, a maid to clean the place. She didn't have to do anything. Um, they had a big fight last summer about the rose garden. Oh, and, uh, it's it's about the most uh, most angry I've ever seen him. He came out and literally ripped the roses out of the ground with his bare hands. Oh my! Oh, goodness! Uh, with her screaming at him. Um, I don't know. It's uh, wow. It's very sad that she's dead, but maybe he's a little better off without her harping on him all the time. Well, mm-hmm. I know oh, they're time will heal for him. I know they're cleaning lady Betty King. Um, but, oh yeah, but, but she. I- uh, I suppose she might be out of a job now unless John keeps her on. But um, she didn't much care for Valerie either. Uh, oh. She, you know, she's just got paid. She got paid yeah. well enough. Yeah. But uh, I didn't. I didn't realize they had a maid. I since we're doing checks, making sure everyone's doing all right. I mean, obviously, my heart goes out to the maid, and you know. Uh, do you, do you know where I could fi- find her? Oh, I, I really don't know. Uh, oh, that's know okay. Where she lives. Uh, they had a gardener, too. Um, oh. uh, he's actually helped us out a couple times as well. That's uh, that's Carl. No, not Carl West. That's uh, uh, Argus, Argus Waitley. Argus Waitley. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm assuming you, you don't know how to get a hold of this gentleman either. Not really. Um, it's okay. That's okay. I understand. They they show up a couple times a week. I'm I'm sure they don't even know what's happened. No, um, they they don't. And that's I'm it's just trying to shocking. ease the burden for uh, for John. You know, maybe let let some people know know about it beforehand. That way, he doesn't have to go through the trauma of informing everyone about about what's right. happened over and over again. It's part of the church outreach program, uh, and we'd be happy to help him set up, um, you know, the traditional uh, uh, 
people coming to pay their respects after the funeral, that sort of thing like that. So uh, I know it's, she doesn't have fan. I've had a lot of family. There's probably not a lot of people to be, you know, um, setting this up for him. Um, you're a preacher. Yes, I. Yes, I am, ma'am. Well, and you, you say you were, you know, the, the, it was their their church. I wasn't well, they they attended. Uh, they attended at times. You know, they weren't weren't regular. But I hope by that I uh, well, led her to God before. Well, now that you, now that you say that she's gone, um, there's something I should show you. She says, "Just, just wait a moment." Okay. She goes back in the house, and uh, after a few minutes, uh, she comes back out. She says. Um, a while back I was in the garden and I found this piece of paper. Um, it, it, it's stained, but it, it, it was, I was folded up when I found it and I, I saw, I read it and um, I didn't think I was going to throw it away and then I didn't, but I think it must've fallen out of John's pocket. She hands it to you. All right. Joanne, am I never to be free of the legacy of my father-in-law? His name hangs above my door as an ever-present omen of failures. If only I could break her hold on, on the money, I would leave at once and come to you in New York. But there seems little chance of that. She is much worse than her father ever was. My Joanne, I love you so much, and it is with a sad heart that I had to give her the beautiful Russian necklace I discovered. She found it in my luggage on my return. Christ, oh, oh dear, using the Lord's name in vain. Christ, it's not even a man's own portage sacred. I have to rid myself of her once and for all and gain that, that damned inheritance for myself. Then I can give you the life you deserve, John. Oh. Mm. You, you, mm. you, I mean, he wasn't happy, um, but... I don't think he would ever do anything. Violent. Well, well, I mean, that—that that is uh, not 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 what our, our goal was for today to to judge judge a man on what what he would done. The the uh, the the law courts will take will deal with that. But oh, this makes me uh, sad sad to see. He uh, he drove out of his driveway. Uh, couple of hours ago i don't know where he's gone no yeah yeah we were hoping to to find him but yeah he he wasn't there a couple hours ago okay he looked like he was in control of himself i mean he didn't peel out of here or anything like that i didn't notice him personally i noticed his car coming Hmm. but i mean it didn't sound like he was burning rubber or anything like that not particularly. Okay, so all right, well, good. Yeah. If um, I could think of him driving on the road in a distraught state. If if uh, uh, Reverend, if that comes to something, maybe you should take it to the police. I I will. I will. Right. I don't want it on your conscience. 
it's a terrible tragedy. It is. It, it's, <clears throat> it's very sad. It's, she's she's just she seems distracted and upset. She's like terrible tragedy. Yeah. And she closes the door. You guys walk away. Hmm. Well, there's a reason, Madeline. There's a reason why lust is one of the seven deadly sins. It can can lead lead to tragedy, as we see. I think greed is probably a stronger motive here than anything else. If he yeah, had, if he had been lusting for their their money, he probably wouldn't have married him. Yeah, he seemed seemed trapped. Hmm. Well, as we're kind of walking down, I want to just maybe walk by the rose garden or the former rose garden. Just kind of. That was last year. The roses are back. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 You can't kill those things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they have a gardener, so they probably replanted everything. Um, What do you want to do? Hey. Hmm. So he. What is that? Which I just be thorough, maybe check with a couple more neighbors, uh, neighbors on the other side. Good. Let's uh, let's just walk around back. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, what does everybody else want to do while they're walking around the house? Since we were in the vicinity of the store, I wanted to just uh, poke around to see if anything was collected up out of the the safe yet. Oh, uh, you get back to the shop, and the safe is gone. Okay. And it looks like they have cleaned up part of the floor. Um, so if there was any jewelry or anything, it's been collected. And it's probably, you're guessing, at the police department or whatever. It was a big safe, but it wasn't built in. So they could have moved it. it would yeah. Take two, some strong two to four people. Do. Yeah. Uh, and they've probably partly boarded up the front of the building, propped up whatever might be dangerous or in danger of falling. I guess we head back to the, I mean, just back over to the hall, I guess. Yeah, that's a good idea. Wait for other people to show up. I believe um, y'all are pretty close to, to Luca. So I'm going to, after I'm done with Carl, maybe try to link up with you guys over by the shop and then fall, travel back. Okay. Trade stories. Yeah. Hey, Luca. Rod? Okay. Um, so the three of you get together. How about, uh, how about the two that were at the house? Oh, you're walking around the back. Yeah. Um, there's a shed. Okay. Back porch. And not gonna is the back door locked? Back door's locked. Okay. All right. You can see through the kitchen window. Um, but all you can see is the kitchen. Okay. Yeah. I'm not uh well, I was hoping to uh, find him here, but but we found a necklace, huh? I mean, kind of pointing toward the what all we were the conclusions we were reaching already. Hmm. Yeah. Do actually, actually, do a spot hidden for me. Okay. Because you're looking, you can also look through the back door 
Oh, there's a window in the back door. Twelve is a hard. Oh, okay. So looking in the back door window, um, you can see down the hall that leads towards the living room. So you're seeing part of the window in the living room, you know, the light coming through and all that. Yeah. You can see some of those things that he collected off the French port that sit there. But you also notice there are a couple of suitcases. Hmm. That are sitting there. Ah. Oh. I mean, I mentioned that uh, the Madeline. I was like, going, <laughs> he's got some suitcase now. Do are they uh, like sometimes when people come back from trips, they just open their suitcase and they just slowly pull their clothes out, or do they closed up suitcases? They're closed up and they look like they're sitting near the door, like getting ready to go out. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Okay, yeah, I go. Looks like. Uh, Maybe he's uh, going to be headed off to New York there, uh, Madeline. He's got his suitcases out. But he's not here. Yeah. So he hasn't left for his trip. He's not here. Where could he Where could he have went? Oh, you're so quiet there, Madeline. It's like you're muted. Yeah. Huh. How are you? Are you frozen? Oh no, you're not frozen. Yeah, yeah. Just... Not now, anyway. I was. Uh, yeah. The uh, I would say a hotel wall to uh, to maybe throw the thing off the tracks, but you would have thought he would take the luggage at that point. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think we well. I think we ought to go meet up with the others, let them know. I mean, maybe let them know about the maid and the gardener, and most importantly, about this necklace. Yeah, I agree. So. All right. So you drive back over to the Corbin Hall, mm-hmm. and you find the others there going over what they know, and you all exchange information. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, briefed. <laughs> Yeah. I mean you think that that the sights all are in a straight line. You think that that creature you saw was heading heading to his house, maybe? That's what I it seems know. like. So. Seems like a logical conclusion, but but it can only it can only it at least with what we're piecing together so far, then it can only move at night. It basically goes into some sort of stasis during the day or hibernation. Exactly. So what time is it now? How much longer do we have of daylight? So say it's three hours, four o'clock. Yeah. You got maybe three hours left, two and a half hours. Mm. So every. He wasn't there. Uh, in yeah. our in our reading, okay, we we saw what might uh, uh, spell it or, or send it back to where it came from. But uh, is there anything that can block it to keep it from coming? I mean, can it get get through doors? 
having 23 doors, pest symbols, anything like that? I mean, uh, what I I saw was that mirrors seemed to confound it. I mean, you know, uh... but only for a while. So that, and that's while it was then stabbed by an arrow that was flaming. Now, it doesn't need to be an arrow or or that's flaming or does anything that's flaming. I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know. Uh, I I mean, mean, I, I, it, it seems like maybe it'll go for him. If, I mean, if he murdered Valerie, which in my opinion, it seems like he did. He, I don't know, filled it with gas and, you know, she turned a light on and blew up. Uh, so I assume based on what we read, it'll go for him first and then come for the witnesses next. Mm-hmm. And what did uh, that that uh, folklore story say? Is people that stole the item it would it would come for them? Is that is that correct? Yeah, people that that stole the item. And so. I could I could see that it could could read that she stole it because she had. I'm pretty sure it wasn't intended for her. Mm-hmm. So what's it want? What do you think it wants with him? Well, he's the one that originally stole it. As far as this chain goes, that's further back in Russia. There's more, but my impression that I got from talking to the employees is that he was his. Uh, he got it more or less accidentally. Yeah. Uh, Reginald, do an intelligence roll. Okay. Let me figure out what it did. Uh, 35 is a hard. <clears throat> All right. I just want to correct, um, maybe because you actually have the translation mm-hmm. of everything. Um, apparently the necklace holds the, uh, the creature inside of it. Right. And yeah. when a person oh. dies, it takes their soul to Veles. Okay. But if the person is murdered, then the thing seeks revenge on on whoever murdered it, whoever murdered the person wearing this. Um, You're getting a little confused with the story of the thief. Uh, Um, The thief had taken one of these things and rather than the, the, the archer, rather than allow an evil person to go to heaven, Ask the god how to stop the, how to keep that from happening, so, so that the evil person would not get to go to heaven. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And the the person was already dead before, before they did the the. the in, in this case, it would just seem that the thing is seeking revenge. Yeah. For Valerie being murdered. Yeah. Okay. And we just so happen to see it. Yeah. Which is a good thing. <laughs> but I mean, we didn't we didn't see the act of well, actually no, we did. Or you did. I don't yeah. see how Maddie and I won't be able to really see this to be able to help. I wonder how how can we possibly um, well, I mean just because it's invisible doesn't mean uh, it has to be material enough to, to cause damage. Um uh, throw something in, in that, their direction in the general direction that 
maybe it'll make it visible. Yeah, let's stick to it, make it visible. Like flower. Like flower, yeah. I mean, maybe we need to find find John Burton. Uh, not that, I mean, that way when it comes for him, at least we know where it is. And even if you all can't see it, we all, we, you know, it's, I mean, I guess tearing him apart. Yeah. See if he, if he murdered her, then, but yeah, you guys, we need to make sure you guys don't get torn apart because you, what? so mm-hmm. yeah, we're in this together. We were going to, I, I guess we should quickly get some mirrors. Yeah, get some mirrors. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah. let's do this now. Is there a corner store nearby? Like, uh, well, there's a furniture store right next to his store. That's yeah, true. Let's yeah. just uh, go go there. Like, uh, you know, like like medium size. I wouldn't get a small one, but like, but, uh, is that yeah. possible? Oh, we might get definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a standing mirrors. Yeah, yeah. standing mirror. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or like a ta- table mirror, maybe. Yeah, table, something we can easily carry, yeah. but bigger to catch its eye, not like a little a makeup mirror. Yeah, yeah. It, I like what Rudy was saying about finding John. I'm just at a loss of where to look. I mean, when his, his bags were packed, his car's been gone for a few hours. I mean, you know, Arkham's not that big of a city to. Is it possible he's talking to the police still? Uh, I don't know if they'd still have questions this this late in the day. But I mean, if they're suspicious. They can. Well, these guys. They probably would have picked him up then. The, I think there may be a grim possibility here: is that if that thing can keep moving while it's invisible, it may have already killed John. Um. After. And his dead body might be inside that house. Well, I think they somebody saw him leave. Oh, yeah. Well, saw, well technically, they, yeah, they just said his car left. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe the oh. thing's driving at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of doubt that. Well, well it's uh, yeah. shapeshift, but I don't think it can shapeshift that much. I tell you, it could shapeshift. I'm glad it wasn't a snake when it came out of there because yeah. I would have done a number. Done a number on me. Well, I mean, I think personally, maybe we ought to just drive by the police station and see if his car is there. If he murdered her, I don't think the last place he'd be is the police station. Well, they might they might have called him down. Yeah, he might be trying to make it look good, you know. Yeah. Yeah, sure, officer. I have nothing to hide. Yeah. We got to get cooking though, because it's uh, we got less than three hours now before this sucker's gonna, you know, unless the three of you are hallucinating and we're following some fairy tale, we got under three hours. Yeah, let's, yeah, we, let's go buy those mirrors sooner rather than later, and then yeah. we, maybe we can decide yeah. what we're gonna do from there. Yeah, and then like a hardware store or something, or feature well, feature or something like that, where we get um, bags of flour. Like it's if we can figure out, uh, uh, if we can, uh, we find out where Burden is going to be, and maybe like I'm assuming it'll take the path of least resistance, would be which would be a door. Maybe we're gonna get over the door to where when it when it bursts through the door or uh, or whatever that uh, that the flower dumps on it. Well, I, I think worst comes to worst, we need to know we need a good room where the three of us can get in and 
there's no other intro. I mean, that's who knows. It can, I mean, it went through Ronnie. Maybe it can just come right through a wall. Maybe yeah. being in behind a door won't helps at all. But we did see it jump over that fence. That's true. Oh yeah, so it had to jump over the fence. Otherwise, it would just walk through. It. And uh, just uh, the game is like you're the only ones that said that they heard or that uh, that it went through him. And I thought they kept saying that went past him. It went past him. Oh, it went past him. Okay, right. Yeah, and it also it climbed out of the building that was on fire. It just didn't mm-hmm. come through the burning walls. To add to that, the Russian text itself said that when it arrived, it ripped the door off the hinges okay. to get okay. to the people. So, yeah, so it, it does need to, it, it, it has, it's, it's governed by physical properties during, uh, during the dark. Um, we'd be bad with bows. Uh, uh, I don't want to drag anybody else in here like somebody from the archery club. But did they have flare guns then? Yeah. So like ships yeah. and stuff flare. like that? Yeah. Why don't we pick up some flare guns? Of course, flare guns don't pierce. Yeah. Well, we could, well, you know what? We've got the, we've got this furniture store here, right? That we're in. We can grab two, three, four fire pokers and just a, and some, and uh, some uh, ibuprofen alcohol and just, uh, the, yeah. yeah, just, Get burning fire pokers. That's not going to be oddly noticeable at all, but still. Fire pokers do have hooks on the end, though. Yeah, but I mean, they they are pointy. Yeah, there's there's some that are straight pointy. They'd be I mean, just I mean, I can grab some I can grab some lumber or uh, from my carpentry shop and make us stairs. You know, we can we can break a broom handle or something. Yeah, there we go. Five brooms, just being all dogs are afraid of brooms, right? So, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, hi. That's awfully, that's awfully weak. I prefer getting some wood. I mean, it wouldn't take me any time at all to, to, uh, uh, uh to, I mean, I could carve it out. I don't have my, I don't I carry around lace with me or anything like that, but, but it wouldn't take any time at all for me to like sharpen the end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Oh wait a minute! If they if they have a garden section, we just get some gardening spikes. They're all ready to go to hammer under the ground. Just grab a dozen of those. Each of us could have a couple. Okay. It's rubbing alcohol, which burns quickly, and it's still legal to buy. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, <laughs> maybe. Yes, it is. Or, or kerosene. There we go. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty stuff to burn. Yeah. yeah. So we got all of that figured out. I think let's. I guess how, how how big are gardening spikes? Oh, they'd be like maybe three feet long. Okay. Wow. Like a trellis. Yeah, uh, you, you like basically hammer them into the ground that plants grow up. It's like before you go all the way to a trellis, you get, you know, for some plants to stand upright and grow around. I, I just wanted to know how close you had to get. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, like three three feet, maybe a long one would I be. I got my stick. Yeah. Within <laughs> mauling why, distance. That, that, that's why I didn't want like the pokers. It's like too short. Yeah. yeah. All right, fellas. I like yeah. the shape our plan is taken here, but I have one problem is that we do not know when this thing is going to come for us. If it's after John, 
we don't know when it's going to find him and turn towards us. So unless we plan on hiding inside of a room for the rest of our lives, um, it might catch us separated or unawares. Uh, That's why I think we need to find John. That way we we at least have an idea of when it's coming for us. I don't don't know there's anything we could do to stop it. I mean, did we see anything in the books that we could stop this process? What if we kill John? Only well, what I mean, you've I, read. The, the, yeah. yeah. If, if we kill John. And John has one of those medallions as well, then we're. Then, gonna... My inclination is he does not have one of these medallions. Um, if, if, it's, if it's a witness in, uh, you know, to, to this thing's killing John, that makes it come after us. If it never kills John, it never comes after us. Not to get too dark or to suggest anything on towards here, but it is an option on the table. <laughs> Our lives are at stake. And- are are yeah. you still witnesses? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I think we're witnesses. We, I, I don't know that, that we. Will that just move up the time table and it comes after us? It's, that, that's entirely it? possible. Too. I'm just yeah. spitballing here. Maybe I just <laughs> yeah. wanted to kill a small business owner. Whoa, 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 whoa. Remember, <laughs> remember the uh, seventh commandment there, you know. Well, let's, let's, let's walk by the police station, uh, see if we see his vehicle there, uh, and just keep a, keep a tail on him if he is. Watch for him to leave. Should... should uh... Should uh, Maddie and I, since it's not after us, go back to the house? You said there was uh, his luggage that was packed and ready to go. Right. It might have tags on it, yes. Uh So we could hang out there in case he comes back while you're there. And then you could meet up with us later there. Good. Just so we don't miss out on the opportunity to, to, to at least warn him. Yeah, you could also just, you know, maybe... Bump the door a little bit harder. Well, <laughs> I do have some sort of skills in that area. Okay. Not to say I've done I, it. I would say the back. I would just say do it in the back, but yeah. Got All right. Right. Mm-hmm. So we will idea. assume that you guys are out for a walk. For convenience, let's just say that the police department is kind of going in that direction. Mm. So um, there is, uh, his car is not there. Okay. Mm. So 10 minutes later, uh, you turn the corner and you're heading towards where his house is. Um, his car is in the driveway. Oh. oh. That's, That's where he's at. Park, let's park behind him so he can't just bingo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Do we do we want to just straight out confront him on this and say what that were were his only chance? Yeah, that sun's getting kind of low, and uh, yeah. we need to find a room in the house. We need to find a fairly sturdy room in the house. Control. Uh, that we can control uh, entry and access, you know, access to, but still get out if the place gets set afire. But that probably was him doing it, not the creature. We picked uh, up all of our stuff, right? Our yeah, we've got all def- our stuff, yeah. Defensive weaponry. Okay. Yes. Uh, 
and yeah. traps and you know. okay yeah let's let's gain entrance into his house uh and you know, go from there see if he'll let us in all right so as you approach his house um the lights are on inside i mean you can see that there's somebody home uh also the things that were on the porch are no longer on the porch probably been taken inside uh you go up and uh you knock on the door and for a few moments there's no answer uh, but then uh you hear you can hear somebody coming down the stairs uh inside the house um you know it's a two-story house uh and then moving across the wood floor towards the door um, there's a moment of hesitation before the door is opened, and uh, then the, the the door opens, and uh, John Burton is standing there. Uh, he looks like he has been crying. Um, his face is red. Uh, his clothes are a little out of order, and he's like, uh, he says, uh, yeah, um, if you're just here to tell me that you're sorry, um, uh, thanks, but I'm really not in the mood right now. Oh, well, well good news. We're not just here to tell you that, that we're sorry. We, we actually have to uh, talk to you about something. You mind if we come inside? Uh, the animals are what? making me nervous. What are you... Uh... Um, you know, the, uh, John, we got bad news too. We believe you may be in great danger. Danger. Um, come inside. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Um, you, you heard my wife is dead. Yes, we did, sir. Yeah. Um, so I'm, well, what are you, what are you talking about? Do you, uh, remember that amulet that you gave her? What you got from Russia? The one she took. Who are you people? How do you? Uh, what are you talking about? How do you know this? Uh, we were across the street when your when your uh, uh, shop blew up. We you saw were. an entity leave your shop after the explosion, headed towards your house. What are you? I. I I, I'm I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just uh, out of sorts at the moment. What what are I, what are you people? Is this some sort of weird joke? No, sir. We wish that it were. I, I don't know what you're talking about. My wife died. My shop is burned. What what do you people want? We want to protect you from what we believe may be coming after you. Uh, what's what are, what do you what what would be coming after me? I don't know what you're talking about. We don't think the uh, that uh, that your shop was uh, there was a gas leak. If it was a gas leak, uh, something caused it by breaking the the, the gas lines. And uh, the thing that did that might be after you too. 
I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, maybe you should leave. No, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm rolling at this point now. What's 19. That? I'm rolling at this point now uh, for persuade 19, which should be at least a uh, hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. What are you trying to persuade him? I, I'm saying that to to have not to, to to let us in. Let's let's talk. Uh, well, you are in, and you are talking, and you're saying well, he's nutty shit to, to him. He's, he's, <laughs> about to try, he's about to try. He's about to try to kick his. He's about to try to kick his out. Right. Uh, uh, just to try to get him to like come around and talk with us. Not 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 say get out of here. Talk with us. Like, uh, sir, we're not trying to do anything to you. Uh, uh, you know, we, I don't, we, I don't have, know. we have information. It's going to take a while to explain. Uh, I'm I, sorry. I uh, do, do I need to call the police or something to get people to leave? Okay, Mr. Burton, let me just take it from the top. We saw the explosion. There was there was some sort of creature that left the site of the explosion, headed towards your home. We saw it. We spent all day investigating. Your shop, I know it's a little weird. I know this sounds crazy, but the, it was unlike anything we've ever seen before. We became very concerned for our own safety, uh, caused us to investigate this explosion. I look out the window toward like the, in the direction of the shop. Yeah, like, the sun's getting tw low towards the horizon. Look, uh, you know, if we can do, do you have that necklace? Was your wife wearing it when she died? <laughs> How do you know? Because I do. Because your neighbor knows. Because you can't keep secrets. I'm look. We'll talk about this later. That the moon, the sun's getting low. Well, uh, there's what do you mean, my neighbor? Yeah, don't worry, uh, your neighbor. The uh, do you have the necklace? Look, look. Uh, it's a simple question. Yeah, I'm, I'm he, over at window he, looking he out. He moves over and he sits down and he's trying to figure out what the hell you guys are talking about. Um, if he doesn't, my, my wife has a necklace that I brought back from Russia. Right. Yes. Yes. What does yeah. that have to do with anything? Do, do, do you hear? Do you hear all the all the, the howling? I mean, it, it, it's. Okay, listen, I'm going to be straight with you. I think you blew up your wife. Uh, and I think, unfortunately, whenever you did it, that, that uh, gosh, uh, that whatever she was wearing released something. And now it's, um, I mean, it's, 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 it's coming. It's, it's, it, uh, I mean, oh, do you not hear, hear it coming? It's coming. This, uh, what? If he's uh, not going to cooperate, well, we, uh, uh, in time for us to get things set up before that thing arrives. What to, What do you mean? Business. You think I blew I, up I, my wife? I, I think you 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 did something with the gas pipe, and oh god, it's so loud. I, and I think I think she went in there to open the store, and she turned on the light, and it exploded. I mean, it blew us, blew me on my ass, and and oh oh. Keeps uh, howling. He suddenly, just howling. He suddenly the, looks like a deer in a headlight. Yeah. The, um, the galloping. What, what is that noise? Do you hear? See, you what know. Uh, you know. Oh. 
it's, mad, it's do, maddening. Do you have a mirror? A big mirror, a big, big standing mirror. Surely your wife had a had a have come into my house and you just keep saying random nonsense at me because we don't have time to explain. You don't have time. Uh, we have a little more time. Uh, we we need a standing mirror. Your your wife had to have one. Where where is it? Oh my goodness! Oh, how how could you know? Guys, we got to barricade these doors. We don't have time for this. Don't worry about that. I I didn't think anybody would be able to figure that out. How could you do this? You are not as smart as you think you are, Mr. Burton. Now we need to barricade these doors right now. Yeah. Oh, it's so loud. It's coming. I can I can hear its 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 feet slamming against the ground. (sighs) Hear that, Mr. Burton? It's coming for us. do we have, and sir, do you have an inside room that only has one door? We can Closet. go in there. Uh, once again, you just well, I mean, bit, crazy. Bit, bit big, you you a wanted big, a mirror? Big. I mean, yeah, there's a number of mirrors in the. Yeah, we, we, we need a mirror. And I'm like yelling because, you know, like when you have real loud sounds in your ears, you try and talk so you can hear yeah. yourself. I want to yell to wake up the wife. So I'm like, is, we need a mirror. <laughs> is anyone? looking out the window i have been yeah yeah, yeah, i'm looking around just if you're you're looking out the windows um go ahead and do a spot hidden roll even even the the two of you who if you're looking out the window okay i now officially saw it i'll I'll burn one luck to pass (laughs) i got a hard Oh, I got regular with my luck burn. So I was hoping I wouldn't pass, but yeah, okay. Did you pass? Yes, I did. How about you, Ron- Roland? I Ronald. failed again with <laughs> Fortunately, Ronald doesn't see anything, but the others who are looking out the window suddenly you you Ronald, you see them sort of jump back. Um, down at the end of the block, you see something come around the corner. And it, it's not completely clear because it's far away, but it's definitely glowing, that sort of purple. Uh, and Madeline, you see it this time. You can do a sanity roll. Oh. And it's running towards the house. Ronald, you're, you can do a sanity roll too because you can't see what it is and, that's and I'm, terrified of. All right, really what are our role? It's there. What are our role? Uh, 1d4. 24, okay. Yeah. You also can hear it howling all of a sudden in your ears, Madeline. Oh. I, uh, I started uh, saying the 23rd Psalms. Okay. I'm grabbing uh, garden steak and just dousing it in whatever flammable liquid we brought with us. All right. Um, There's too many windows in this room. We need to get, we need to get into an interior room. Now, there's just it's just a house, I don't know what interior room. All the rooms mm. have windows. Shit. Hmm. Pantry, big water pantry, closet, like that. Uh, well, that's water closet's too small. A, a big pantry. It's basement. There is a uh, basement. That would only have one. Let's get down. Let's get down to the yeah. basement. I think that's the best plan. Okay. All right, um, it's over here. 
He shows you. Uh, okay. Um, and he starts to hold his ears. He's like, what is that noise? And, uh, and it's I'm definitely, not hearing it's, you're not hearing anything, but uh, they seem to be reacting every time something happens. What they're hearing is the howling of this beast mm-hmm. as it's yeah. running. You can even, you can hear it approaching the house. It's almost on the front lawn. How, how do, does the thing open? Thing you open? It's a door under the stairs. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm not even being careful, so I'm just putting this, you know, getting this stake ready uh, to whatever I have to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help carry the mirror downstairs. All right. The, um, the, the mirrors yeah. that you have are, are, you know, you can hold them in your right. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm. All right. What, what do you think, guys? Is like the uh, well, that's he's only the only one that can't see it yet. We can tell we, there's no point even bothering with the uh, why don't we need to find the heart? I'm getting downstairs, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, we're getting downstairs. I, I'm what do you say? We leave the door open slightly with the bucket balanced on top with the with the with flower. So when it comes, you can arrange that, that's fine, but I think we should get behind the phalanx of these mirrors. I, yeah, I'm not going to go downstairs. I, I. I, uh, uh-uh, no, Roddy, Roddy, it is, it is, uh, it's, it's so loud and it's coming, Roddy. No, I, uh, I, I, it, I, there's not really much time to discuss. Roddy, Roddy, go someplace else and hide. Okay. Yeah, I'll be out. Yeah, I'll stay away from here. But if you need help from the outside, holler. So I don't think it's okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're down there in the basement. Get uh, rigged up to go if we can. All right. Um, you've, you've run down into the basement. Um, there's no need to do the flower because everybody in the basement can see the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. That's, that's true. Well, yeah, that's true. We don't need to do um, that. Okay. Yeah. So let's just do the. Uh, the basement is a little bit convoluted, but you can, you know, get into a a corner, if you will, yeah. with the stairs up ahead of you. Um, Years around. Ronald, you are upstairs. Um. Hopefully with some flower. There is a moment when it almost seems like um, everything stands still. And it's like, it's like knowing that a bomb is going to go off and there's nothing you can do about it, and it's ticking, and it's right ahead of you. And just when you can't stand it anymore, the front door on the building is obliterated. It mm. smashes open. Bits of wood and everything go everywhere. Um, you're knocked back just by the explosion of it, um, and you can do another spot hidden hole. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, Look. it's going to be 40 something now. Yeah, 45. Yeah, I, I can I? No, I see. I, you, I, you see it? Yeah. All right. Welcome to the as party, it, Ronnie. As it rips through the house, it suddenly it's it becomes visible. You see, it, you can do a sanity roll. Ah! Um, oh, four. Oh, five. I, I, I'm good. You're good. Uh, I still think you should do a 1D4. 1D4? You got it. Mm. 
Ah, two. All right, so that's a three. Okay. Total of three. One, um, it three. does not seem to be interested in you at the moment, but it does give you a glance as it as it barrels past you. Um, it's heading straight towards the hallway, towards where the the door is to the the basement. Now, all of you in the basement, you hear a tremendous crash, and you can hear its footsteps bashing on the floor, and you hear Ro- or, or uh, uh, Ronald upstairs suddenly yell. So as far as you know, Damn it. Ronald's oh, been ripped to shreds. Oh, God, it's here. Oh, God. Um, Damn it. Why didn't you go away like I told you to? You, you can hear its heavy footprints stomping across the, the wooden floor right above your heads. Right. And the door to the basement suddenly blasts open. The flanks and, is a good idea with our backs to the wall. And like a, uh, like a, a the predator that it is, uh, with its flaming blue eyes, uh, it starts down the stairs looking right at you. And it's that point that John goes, what the fuck is that? You know, yeah. and he's like trying to climb through the walls behind, mm-hmm. behind you. Um, Stay behind us. It's coming for you first. <laughs> so what is, what are you going to do then? I'm going to, uh, I'm holding uh, sorry, I'm going to hold I, I, my character. I guess I, I doesn't smoke, but I know Luca does. So I'm assuming Luca has the lighter. And I'm holding my garden stake. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you've got while the also while also trying to hold a mirror. You know, if yeah. I have one, I can. Yeah. I'm okay. Trying I'm to there is lighting the uh, lighting the garden stakes tip. I'm g- <laughs> Don't yeah. touch the Emmy Award winning journalist. <laughs> Emmy? Emmy yeah. Awards. Let me hold. Oh, whatever. Television? Give me the light. One of you with the lighter, light all our, light all our stakes. Uh, all right. I, the thing <laughs> takes a couple steps and it roars and it's this deafening, howling, I, sort of growling noise. It, uh, yeah. it, it's definitely focused on John. As it steps forward, um, and as it does, one of you, you know, moves to with the mirror so that it it sees itself. And in that moment, the thing stops, and it it sort of stops in its tracks, and it begins looking at itself in the mirror. But you don't think it's going to last for long. It seems confused. Rudy, 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 Rudy All right, I'm gonna light up Rudy's uh, Rudy's um, spear. Okay. Oh, had him lit already. Okay. Yeah, you had him lit already. Okay. But I'm I'm jabbing. Yeah. Oh, what a... oh, I'm looking for his. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, I'm just right. whatever it takes. Uh, it's 37. What would a spear be? Uh, let's give it a, cause these are just sticks. Um, let's give it a, oh, it's a brawl. You're just going to roll okay. for, for brawl. Okay. Okay. So brawl. Uh, no, 95. <laughs> <laughs> it's just standing there. Really. <laughs> and Ah, 
Yeah, 91. Okay, so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> None of us are really handy. Yeah, no, no, I got it. That's okay. But my pin stopped working. Okay, let's see. Uh, oh, my God. I uh, fumbled mine. <laughs> Wow! So what do you mean you fumbled? Nineties. I I I have a uh, skill of twenty five, and I rolled a ninety nine. Oh! <laughs> Yay! Oh though I walked through That's... the shadow of death. <laughs> so we have you're a ninety. You're about to be walking through it. <laughs> ninety nine. How do you do, Luca? Okay. I was holding a mirror with both hands. I didn't have a spear. Okay. Madeline. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make obviously what I've been making it hard. Okay. So thirty. Seven minus that is that twelve or thirteen? Uh, against a thirty-seven. Okay, I'm spending twenty-five points. I'm spending twenty-five points to luck to break to make it so hard. Okay. Um. You definitely. Well, you all sort of try. Uh, Reginald fumbles badly. Um. Ooh, Reginald, um, Rudy, uh, do a luck roll. Uh, Madeline, you managed to jab the uh, the spear into its side, uh, and it it definitely reacts by pulling away from you. Um, which uh, fourteen on a sixty? Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, so as Reginald lunges, he almost jabs you um, <laughs> with the thing. And the creature pulls back suddenly and swipes with its hands. So let's see if uh, Madeline, what would you like to do? Do you want to dodge. dodge? All right, go ahead and try to dodge. <laughs> I dodged regular. Um, I got an. Uh, I got a hard. Okay. Do you want to bring that to a hard, or do you want to go ahead and get hit? Uh, can I do? Can I do that for a dodge? Yeah, you can do that for a dodge. Sure. Okay, so let's see here. Okay, so all right, so let's see. Twenty-five. I need to bring that down to twenty-six from uh, thirty-two. Okay, I bring that down. All right. All right. Um, it still it still manages to hit you and mm-hmm. knock you down. But you you only take one point of damage. Okay. But it knocks you off your feet. Uh, it nice. roars again, and um, it uh, it starts moving back towards John. John is hysterical. Mm-hmm. He's trying to climb the wall. Uh, Reginald, I mean Ronald, you've come running down the stairs with your spear. What do you want to do? Oh, I I uh, I rolled the ninety one to try oh, okay. to stab it. Um. Well, let's go ahead and, and do it do the round, so you can go ahead and uh, try again. All right. Ah. Uh, uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Gee, come on. Really. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> drop it. <laughs> Wow, okay. All right. Uh, well, let's see. Um, Are you fucked? Reginald, I think you dropped your stick. Yeah, well, if I didn't, I dropped it with that roll. 97. 
<laughs> wow. You are terrible. You guys are the unluckiest people. Just 90s, 100s. <laughs> Mine's a 004, which is an extreme on my bra. Nice. Um, <laughs> all right. Unless I've been right. stabbed by, you know. <laughs> Be, before you can do that, the thing is going to now swipe its claws uh, towards uh, uh, Ronald because he attempted. Uh, so go ahead and do a dodge. Just just on, on Ronald's behalf, he rolled so poorly, he he might have... Could be the next zip code. Yeah, he might not even know that I was trying to attack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a dodge I'm doing? Yeah. All right. Uh, ooh, one, five, 15. And that's going to be, because I pumped that a tiny bit, that is a, that is a hard I also dodge. got a hard, so... On a, since you're trying to dodge and I was trying to hit you, you you win the thing. You manage to get out of the way, but it it comes really close to hitting you. Uh, Luca Whenever tries to attack one of us. Uh, I'm going to do everything in my power to try to stay between Mr. Burton and the uh, monster with okay. the mirror positioned. Okay, but I will give you the option that Reginald's stick is lying on the okay. floor at your feet. That's true. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll grab the stick instead. Is it still burning? It's still burning. Did it, it was hot. Anything it was, on fire? Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think I'll go for, I think I'll go for the stick. And, will I be able to pick it up and go for a jab in the same Sure, way? yeah. All right, let's give it a go. See if my dice try to kill us too. 12 against a, uh, against what? What's that? Uh, against a 50. So yeah. I think we would call that not quite an extreme, but I'll use two luck to make it an extreme. So are we not doing any damage to the thing at all? Or we're just, unless yeah, we did. Yeah, you did. I'm keeping track of it. You got an extreme, Luca. Yep. Um, go ahead and roll for damage. What did we roll? 1D8? Flame and spike. I don't know. <laughs> 1D8 plus damage if you've got damage. Yeah. No DB on my end, but let's give this a roll. See what we got from Luca. Three. Okay. Oh, make a connect. Do a. Uh... Probably didn't quite handle Madeline's card. Madeline, you do a, a damage roll as well. One yeah. d eight plus plus DB. Okay. <laughs> DB? <laughs> yeah, you probably. Four. Uh, what did you say? Four? Yeah. Okay. Poke it um, uh, You poke it, it reacts. It, uh, it pulls back. Um, but you, what you think is neither one of you got it quite deep enough, though. Luca, you came pretty close. Um, you think you might have missed its heart. Mm. Um, with your extreme roll. Uh, it is going to swing wildly. 77. It, it didn't uh, hit anybody. Um, it's starting to act very defensive. It's no longer bothered by the mirrors at this point. Right. Mm. Mm -hmm. our, our one chance, and we all rolled uh, the 90s. Well, I wrote a 004 on it a while ago. Uh, Okay. In the midst of all that. Okay. Which is an okay. extreme on my brawl. Okay. All right. So am I off the floor yet or am I? Am I you're, yeah, you're getting up. You're, okay. you'll uh, be able to attack it. 
Okay. Well, um, I was I was going to try to have it attack me and then do a. Uh, and then I was trying to like I want to I want to get to where I can like jab. I'm lower than it. I can jab up. Okay. And I stand a better chance of hitting the heart than from trying to go from. Well, let's let's hit Rudy since he he got a an extreme. Um, yeah, Rudy, go ahead and roll for uh, damage. I wasn't able to block her. Okay, so D8. Uh, yeah. I don't have a damage bonus. So. Uh, three. Three more. Okay. Huh. Now, Madeline, you what? go ahead. Okay. Well, I'll get call. I get his attention. Hopefully, it'll try to tag me, in which case I'm going to set I'm going to set it as it jumps at me. So you're going to try to do a an attack sort of maneuver. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead and do a brawl. Okay. What were you going to say, Ronnie? Uh, before the the end of that round, was there a resolution for my uh, rolling 100? Like, did I lose the weapon? Did I stab myself? Or did you, you rolled a 100? I rolled a 100 to hit. Oh, that's why okay. I thought I missed so bad that I, I didn't didn't the monster didn't even know I was trying to attack. It, I don't but. think I even heard you say it. So. Oh. Uh, Get back to that in a second. <laughs> I impaled myself. You, you impaled the gas line. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not luck here. Okay, I'm going to 20 to make it a hard. Okay. Now, why did I suddenly start really bad? <laughs> um, you, once again, you hit pretty well. Um, do a 1d8. Okay. Ah, at eight that time. Roll into a luck roll while we're. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ronald. 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 All these rolling Ronald Randolph. <laughs> <It's> I <know>. like, <laughs> I'm going to make everybody pick different letters for their names. 72 <laughs> out of 80. Sorry, what did Pat. you get, Madeline? Oh, well. Oh, you might need a luck roll as well? Hang on. I'm gonna fail, but yeah, uh, not badly, but I failed. Yes. Okay. The luck roll. Um, Roland, what did you get? I rolled a seventy-two out of eighty on luck. Um, I rolled a fifty-two out of forty less left over from luck. Uh, Roland, you kind of lose your footing. You trip as this thing is wheeling around. There's stuff in the in the basement. Yeah. And as it twists and turns, it brings down its back foot um, on top of your arm ah. uh, and kind of pins you. But uh, it, it only does a couple of points of damage in the process. And you're not really sure that it's even aware of you yet. It's fighting. Um, Madeline, you... Uh, did we, we resolve it when you tried to stab at it? Yeah, eight, um, eight points of damage. You got eight points of damage. Yeah, that time I got a decent roll. All right. Uh, this time you jam it in pretty good. And as you do, the creature stumbles back. Um, and uh, you get the distinct impression at that point that it's looking to run away. 
uh, it's kind of looking for the nearest exit. Um, uh, you can see that it seems to be physically damaged. And that, that, that stake you've got there that you jammed into it, yeah. it's got to be pointing right at its heart or very close to yeah. it. Uh, right. Luca, what do you want to do? I'm, I'm like torn yeah. between like staying down here, chasing after it. So I'm going to let's not let it get to the stairs. Yeah, I think I'm going to run after it and try to give it another stab, try to see if I can finish it off. Okay. Fighting brawl. 53. I can, I'm going to spend four luck to make that a regular. Okay. Um, what you do is this. I got a 96. So as the thing is sort of stumbling and trying to get towards the stairs and you jump in with your stick. Um, spectacularly, you bring the stick down and jam your stick right into the back of her stick and push her stick in another four inches. And when you do, the creature screams and all of your ears, you, you plug your ears and um, it's, it's like the stick bursts into flame and the flame quickly ripples over this creature's body and there's nothing there. It's, it's like it's completely destroyed. It's atomized. And everything suddenly becomes quiet except for John screaming and trying to, uh, his, his, Literally, he's pulled off his fingernails from trying to dig through the cement wall. Oh. Mm. You guys can all do uh, well. Actually, I think at this point you can do. We can go over the end of it. Um, if the investigators defeat the son of Velez and keep John alive. Um, okay. Uh, you each get one d12 sanity back. Okay. Ah, two, <laughs> one. I was only down one, so I, I was only down one too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I was down. Let's see, two. Oh, it was a cucumber. Just another day. Yeah. Um, all sent back. I'm all back. <laughs> Yay. Uh, we'll assume that you also turn John in for the murder of Valerie. And uh, he ends up in a nut He's house. Still yeah. Um, and that's the end of our story. Mm. So, thank, God for, thank God for luck this time. <laughs> so you guys pretty much figured everything out. Um, John had gone to Russia. He had picked up the amulet, not knowing what it was. Uh, he had a little bit of Russian paper with him that kind of explained what it was, but he couldn't read Russian. Um, maybe things would have been different if he had, but uh, uh, obviously his wife saw the trinket and appropriated it. Uh, and he had to pretend like he'd gotten it for her instead of for his girlfriend, Julia, who uh, lives in New York. And he met when he was there. Going back and forth. Julie is completely innocent. She's just a mistress. Um, John Burton was extremely unhappy year after year after year. He had 
he had married her because of her money, um, her, you know, the, the business. Um, she married him because she wanted the prestige. Um, if you'd have talked to a lot of other neighbors or if we'd let the game go on that long, um, she tried really hard to be part of the, uh, the aristocracy that was around and they didn't really have you know, much use for her. Um, John had the name and even he wasn't interested. He didn't like to party or anything like that. So their relationship was pretty strained. And then once the, the father died, um, it got worse. You know, she wanted things and she wanted the high, high life and he wasn't interested and he wasn't a very good businessman. Um, so she had that on. He finally decided with all the stress and maybe you can, I mean, you can't forgive the murder, but you can see what sort of led up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, he and her went down to the shop and he uh, tripped the breaker on the, on the lights and she was in the front of the shop and he told her um, there's something wrong with the breaker. And she's like, well, get the fuck in there and fix it. So he went in there and what he did was he opened up the gas valve and turned it on. And then he left knowing that she would just get angrier and angrier and angrier in the front of the shop and finally come back and flip the switch herself and ba-boom. And he just went home and went straight to bed and uh, pretended like, you know, he didn't know anything about it. So the police came and told him and he acted all sad. And in fact, the thing was, he probably was sad because my God, he just murdered somebody. So it wasn't that hard for him to fake all of that. Um, He then got back home, the packages had arrived and he started to think about it and started to regret what he had done. So he went for a drive. Um, He had packed his bags. He was going to go to New York. He wasn't really thinking clearly that that would look extremely suspicious. Um, He decided to have himself a little drive and that he would go there tomorrow. And uh, the longer he drove, the more he convinced himself that what he had done was the right thing. So although he was upset in the beginning, he kind of was like, all right, I'm just going to have to play this through. Then he got back. Then you showed up. And most of what you were saying was completely confusing to him. He didn't know what the hell you were talking about. But when you said that you knew that he had blown up the place, that's when he started losing it because he thought his plan had been, and you said that you were across the street. Did you see him there? You know, all of those things started weighing in on him. So that's pretty much the way the story goes. Did she um, really not smell it because of the cocaine or? Well, she was, she was, no, she was just in the shop in the front. And uh, I mean, she might've smelled it. it. It didn't take, take long before she was like, why isn't he turned on the light? Where the hell is he? And she walked back there. She might've smelled it, but it was like dark flip yeah. on the, the power and ba-boom. Yeah. Oh, 
with the neighbors? Have did you miss out finding out from the neighbors that they both went to the uh, shop, or did none of the neighbors see? It was five o'clock in the morning. Nobody was awake. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Nice and In fact, I think actually what his excuse was is he says to her that morning something like, "I think I left something unlocked," or "I think I left something." You know, and she's like, well, let's get over there right now and, you know, stop it or fix it. And uh, she was extremely abusive. The more people you would have talked to, the more you realized that she was extremely abusive towards him. And he just wasn't the kind of, uh, he, he wasn't a nice guy, but he wasn't, he didn't have any balls. So he just let her push him around. And so the moral of the story is, <laughs> be nice to your wife that's right don't marry for love, love. <laughs> that's right. don't marry for convenience yeah the outcome of this has been a little different for everyone well at least the situations have been a little different we'll talk we'll talk about that afterwards um yeah. we go ahead and finish it our players included Stuart lively leslie schaefer uh, Keith Craig, Kent Blue, and James Walker with myself as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.